y'all yes yes y'all you know what it is it's them kids and wives and nine two fives but we are still married to the games episode 387 up in here Woo. it's your boy gabe patillo with tim router ed placentia and chris mccracken of course and as always we are talking games and life life and games thank you guys so much for being here Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why if it's just been because my life has been super busy lately, but it feels like it's been mm-hmm. forever in between the times I talk to you guys. So I'm actually really excited to hear. Like, I haven't been able to yeah. stop. Like, I had like 10 minutes today and I almost just like hopped in Ed stream just to say hi, just because I miss you guys. And I, I feel like we're not talking <laughs> right? to the week. You know, usually like when I'm at home, I'm I'm getting into ed streams like every day like hey oh i'm like first <laughs> and all this stuff <laughs> right. and i haven't been yeah. able to so ed fill me in on what's been going on man i've been seeing you're doing some older games some newer games the, the streaming is still going on every day what's what's going on with you bro yeah it's been fun it's been a nice uh the, the streams have been going well uh this music monday we did some green day rock band nice um there you go. I'm sorry to report. I believe my Wii rock band guitar is on its last legs. Oh, uh, no. Oh. Yeah. The, sorry. The chord, was every note wah-wah? Not wah-wah. It just it doesn't pick up every note anymore. Um, ah, shucks. The little chord. So like one or two of the buttons is kind of dying maybe no, or something? No, the, um, the chord that you plug the Wii remote into on the back of the guitar, there are like three spots where like the rubber has gone away and you can just see exposed wires. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's happening. That should be cheap to replace though, right? Can you replace that pretty cheap? I don't know. I would hope maybe like on eBay or something. That's or, what I'm thinking. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope that the fact that it's no longer in production doesn't like jack up the price. Well, that's right. true, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. But knowing- it is a Nintendo peripheral. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we know how so. much they like putting their junk on sale. <laughs> right. If you'd like so, to get so- a launch Breath of the Wild, that'll be $60. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> it's a bit of a bummer just as I ended the stream, just like, I might never get to play Rock Band again. No, you know, don't I'm think like, like that, Edward. I know, but then I have to put energy into not into fixing it and i don't i'm i'm sleepy a lot so. <laughs> nice you're sleepy a lot that's why he coffees a, a lot, lot chris that's right exactly um uh yesterday uh if you got the early access to the game dreams yes the final version hit uh and so uh, Tuesday, I was able to play that. It actually drops, I believe, on Friday. If you didn't get early access, the final version comes out. And mm-hmm. let me ask you a question, real quick, about that stream. Yeah. Did that stream go off without a hitch? Uh, did it go off without a hitch? I tried to join that stream like three times, and I could not get it to go. I was like, I'm clicking the link. Uh, when it first started, Streamlabs acted up on me, so it started about ten minutes later than than uh. like after I said I'm live now. Streamlabs hiccuped and I had to restart everything. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was being impatient. I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. No, I'm worries. a bad viewer. <laughs> no, you're a great viewer because you were there on time and ready to go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So how's dreams? You know, it's nice. I knew that as far as the constructing part goes, that wouldn't be what I was into. Um, and mm. so it actually has a, 
uh, a fairly short, about a three hour <laughs> single player campaign that they built, basically kind of saying this entire campaign was built in dreams and it was fantastic. Wow. Nice. It was so good. I had so much fun. And I think just to kind of flex what you can do, it was, it kind of went to different styles. It was a kind of a set in an old school kind of forties jazz uh, world hmm. um, and then it would go to different styles of gameplay at one point you're driving a car at another point it's kind of like a cuphead side scroller wow um, and just kind wow. of goes all, all over cool. it was so well done I was so impressed uh, it was really 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 cool um, and then just kind of spent the rest of the stream kind of exploring what other people did and just being fascinated by the fact that they were able to do that just because that's not yeah. how my brain works. Right. And it's so incredible. So kudos to everyone there. That's made incredible stuff and, and the stuff that's to come. I can't even imagine the stuff people are going to yeah, do. When there. it gets it was, opened up to the whole world, dude, yeah. it's And let fantastic. me ask you this, Ed, have you tried to create anything at all? Like, have you even just messed around with that? I did. I, uh, I, I was going to create a coffee shop Okay, and, uh, I, I said, go. Oh yeah. Music shooter is in the stream. Lem's in the stream. Uh, uh, Will's toy clearance is in the stream. I was like, oh, I'll make a coffee shop and I'll put music notes on the side and a camera on the side for Lem and a big toy robot on the top for Will. Yeah. And that took me like an hour. Oh, and, oh. and I, I downloaded <laughs> the coffee shop, the music notes, the robot and the camera. <laughs> It should like have been as, easy is what you're saying. Yeah, it's four different things. And I when got it all set up and I turned to the side and realized the music notes were hovering like four feet in front of the building. They weren't even touching the building. Right. Uh, it was, and even after that, I, that, that even made me more just say, the fact that anyone can do anything in this game is wow. amazing to me. Wow. wow. So when, when you say that you, you, you downloaded those assets, is it because people can create assets that you can then utilize if they make it available, right? Something Correct. Like that? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. really cool though. It is cool. Like they have a little section that's basically like, um, it's very similar to garage band. If you've ever played around with garage mm. band, making loops and stuff yeah. like that, you can, okay. you can do that. No, you can make did. songs. Uh, and upload those as assets, your songs and stuff like that. It's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Uh, so yeah. That, I was going to say dreams is one of those games where I never, I didn't get into the early access thing, but I was definitely like, man, I, and I'm like you, I don't want to do the building, but I mm -hmm. want to go through and see what kind of crazy right. stuff people have yeah. come up with. That seems yeah. very interesting. To you want to go play metal gear. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> There's people remaking it in dreams too. So yeah, that's yes, what I'm, saying. I'm down for that. Yep, exactly. I think I'll have to download Dreams to, or buy Dreams too because I'm the same as you guys. Like, I am not creating Jack. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm yeah. not making a level. Nope. I might mm -hmm. mess around with make it. Make a world and be like, for me, somebody. How, yeah, how hard is it to make a square? <laughs> like, maybe right. I'll just see what it's like. But, like, I can't draw. My creativity doesn't really work like that. Like, something about, you know, Ed knows this too. Like, creativity works in so many different ways. You know, mm -hmm. some... Some actors are really good at freestyle rapping, but then freestyle rappers usually aren't good with constructing a great song. And then right. songwriters might not be great at, uh, mm. you know, painting something or, or being able to explain to you what a vista looks like, but they might be really good at storytelling. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like the way the mind works is so crazy. So I feel like I can write you a song and it would be fine. Like, you know, I'm not mm -hmm. going to write you a hit probably, you know, really quickly, but. 
as far as like, okay, here's the story. You're this guy and this is your objective. Like I just, I don't even kind of have that. I'd have to really think about it. Hmm. And then to create the world around you. Oh my gosh. It would just be like, if anybody came to my house before I got married, there's no pictures on the wall. Everything is the same color. I got big lots furniture. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't until Jenny came in. It was like, all this has to go. Yep. Yep. All this. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yep. So, you know, I I don't know. And I'm with you, buddy. I'm I'm proud of you for even trying to make the coffee shop. Yeah, it was it was yeah. fun. Uh, could but, you walk yeah. in it and stuff and er, interact no, with the no. camera or just from the outside? You could spin around <laughs> it and whatever, but you couldn't go in it. No, I but love here's no. the key. Here's the key question. Did you save it so that you can come back and revisit? I saved it and I uploaded it to the Ethersphere so that other people could view it. Ah, and improve upon it. <laughs> well, no, I intentionally made it that they couldn't improve upon it because I oh, was like, this, oh. this took me an hour. Right, this yes. is what people get. <laughs> this is my art. Respect this is, it. Yeah, exactly. Right. This is what you get. <laughs> uh, they're having a big, and I mean a big sale on the Division 2 right now. Yeah, hmm. that's, uh, that sale doesn't make any sense. On PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, it's $3. Yeah, I might have to get it. Wow. Wow. And, <laughs> I mean, you might as well at three bucks. I got, I already had it for PlayStation, and I was like, oh, I, I put in a good amount of hours in there. I don't remember how to play it. I'll just buy it on the Xbox and start from the beginning. Heck yeah. yeah. So I did that today and I was like, man, I forgot how much I really did enjoy this game. And it was easier to jump into than I remembered. I think the reason they're doing that is because I, I think it's March 3rd season two opens. There's a new DLC pack coming out and they're just trying to get as many people as possible to, to jump in and fall in love with the game. And it seemed like it wasn't met with the same fevered pitch as the first one. Yeah, I feel like the first one, people were like, hey, you can't do this and this, and you were supposed to do this, rather than just play the game and enjoy it. It was more about what it didn't have. Mm-hmm. And and so I think maybe two had little lower expectations and not as much people might have gone in kind of like, eh, whatever. But yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've played the first one. I don't remember much about it. I've definitely put more hours into the second one. Uh, and so that was fun to get into. Uh, the rest of my weekend was spent pretty much watching the overwatch leagues opening weekend. And that was a lot of fun. There are so many changes team wise. I got to relearn every team's names and players And the their uh, new colors, if they have them. <laughs> yeah, their new colors. The fact that they're uh, broadcasting from two different locations and the desk is in a third location. Oof. Um, so it was what the heck? It, it was not glitch free. It was not a glitch free weekend by any means. No, um, it looked like what the first what you would think the first season would have looked like, even though the first season looked pretty good. Um, so are the was, commentators somewhere else as well? Zoe is now the lead behind the desk, and they usually have uh, um, Custa is in there, who's a former player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reinforce is there, who some for some reason is very jealous of Custa or can't stand it. They is, have some sort of weird dynamic that I don't yeah. really enjoy. Okay. Is that how you uh, say his name, by the way? Because I've never known if it was Reinforce or Reinforce. I could never figure it out, and I never I think heard it's Reinforce. Said. Reinforce, yeah. okay. And then the, the fourth person is usually like a, a guest of some sort. Um, but they do have a lot of d- uh, new color commentators. Jake, a former player, is one of them. He does a nice job. 
Uh, so it's just, it's different. Um, hmm. It's weird watching it on YouTube. Um, is it's, it really? It's just, it's just different. Well, if for me, it is just because I don't really watch live things on. I'm a, I'm a Twitch person. So yeah, it's right. just, you know, but I mean, once you have it on the screen, it doesn't make a difference. I, I yeah. expand it to fill the screen. So that doesn't really matter. Um, so, yeah, it was fun to watch. There were some great games. London is horrible. Oh, uh, that's your team. So, I mean, that's okay, though. I mean, the Cubs way back in the day were good, and then they were horrible they for 148 you. years. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> my Cubs fanness doesn't mind a team that's uh, going to – they're they're really bad. Oh, so. shoot. <laughs> Uh, but it was it was fun to watch. There were some really good games, some really close games. I got to root for the for the fuel a couple times, and that was fun. And no matter how it turned out, they did a really good job. And so it was a yeah, it was a nice weekend of, of playing games, and then of also just it, usually watching the Overwatch League makes me say, "I want to go play now." And this time it was like, "I can't do any of what I just saw. I don't think I want to play for a little bit." Oh, interesting. Did the opposite? Huh. It did. Yeah, but it was fun. It was a it was a nice weekend. There you go. Yeah, it's great, man. I love that. Yeah. Chris McCracken. Yes. What about you, Bishop? Uh, well, Stacy came home. She actually came home early. Hey. She came home on Friday and surprised me, which was great in the one sense, but it was also not great in the other sense because I was working on a surprise for her and no. it, didn't, it didn't fully get to be realized by the time she got home. But, you oh, know, no. she still appreciated what I did. So basically... Stacy's gotten in this kick where she doesn't want to lock the door, the garage entry door, which is how we get in, because mm -hmm. she usually has a lot of stuff in her hands. She's like, ah, to fiddle out and get out my keys and everything. It's just, ah, it's a pain. And, you know, she's the one who drives the Model 3 every day, so she okay. doesn't have to get keys to drive her car. It's all connected by her phone and... And so she's just gotten so used to that. And she's been saying for a while, like, can we get one of those locks that, like, just... Smart locks, it opens or whatever. But the thing is, is that our door didn't have a deadbolt. Okay. I was like, well, th all the smart locks I know of are deadbolt ones. So yeah, right. no, that's not going to work now. And so we had, we would, you know, kind of banter back and forth. Cause I'd be like, I want that door locked. And she'd be like, but I don't want to have to open it. And she, so we compromised where she would let me know when she was on her way home and I'd go and up, I'll open the door for her. So basically I went and when she was out of town, I bought one of those smart locks and I was getting, I got the thing installed yeah. But I hadn't quite got it set up with like Alexa and our phones and all that kind of stuff yet. Yeah. So she messages me and she's like, how do I get in the house? I really got to go to the bathroom. I gave her the code real fast and she went in and, and she was very appreciative, but it took me another day or two to, to figure out how to get it all working. Right. Yeah. Because Ryan, so we, we have it working with Alexa, but and Alexa is on our phones as well because we she's, have the app. She's screaming from outside. Yeah. She's like, Alexa, unlock the door. Yeah. Alexa, <laughs> unlock the door. Any anything that we've bought that's been smart related, uh, yeah. and this is the first of a lock we've ever bought. I always make sure that it works with both Alexa and Apple HomeKit so that we could do it either from our phone either way. Sure. We have yeah. two options, and I just hadn't done those two yet. And any of the ones that integrate through their most of them have their own app and then you have to connect them that way. There's always yeah. weird hiccups. You got to figure out because things don't yeah. work as smooth as they're supposed to be. If it's just working by Alexa or just working by Apple, it tends to work the way you expect it. But when they go through these third party rank stuff and they're all connecting and things, it yes. just took me a day or two to get it right. Now I wasn't expecting her to get home till Saturday. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll get home from work Friday. I'll get it all set and mm -hmm. working and it'll be awesome. And there's right before she gets here, I'll like text her and be like, 
Oh, tap that you're on your phone, ha ha ha, and she'll be amazed and blah blah blah. Well, <laughs> instead That's I gotta, right. I gotta go, I gotta go. Oh, Let me no. in. Oh my so, gosh! But oh, after that, she was all like, and in the following days, whenever I got it all working and everything like that, she's like, "Yeah, I just get home and the door's unlocked, and I go in the house and then it locks behind me. This is great." So oh, nice. I want to get one really bad. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I resisted it for a while, but what brand was it? Um. The brand that we got, I think, is called Yale. Oh, yeah. Uh, but spe- yep. mm-hmm. specifically, the reason I got that one is because they make one of the few um, locks that doesn't that will lock from just the door handle, the lever. Not Because our, do- our, right. our that door doesn't have a deadbolt. That's right. And it works with both HomeKit and, and Alexa. So it, I needed it to meet all those requirements, and it did. So that was the first one that I oh, saw nice. that had all those. So I got that one. And they were back-ordered. I just, luckily, I found like one of the last ones on Amazon. And I, I purchased it before. It said they had like three left, and I grabbed one. And everywhere else I had looked, it was either back ordered or they out of a stock. So luckily, I was able to go and grab it. There you go. Um, outside of that, weekend was pretty low key. I basically did the exact same thing as Ed, except I didn't watch very much Al. In fact, I only watched when the Dallas Fuel played. Mm-hmm. I would check in occasionally. I would have it like a, maybe on a second screen to see like how the broadcast was going from New York and then when the yeah. game started in Dallas because that was one of the weird things. Because this season, they're doing all of the games are, are I believe all of them are away games where they're yeah. all in different cities. So that's why they have the whole like the desk is back in, in, in L.A. Mm-hmm. where the main desk is, but then they'll also have people at each of the locations commentating from there. And so they're doing this weird via satellite back and forth thing kind of thing which is what Ed was alluding to earlier. But I actually only watched the Dallas Fuel games the entire rest of the weekend. I watched the Call of Duty League. Wow. I am, I am so sucked in to the Call That's of Duty awesome. League. It is so much fun. Good, I man. really, really dig it. Now, the crazy thing is that it's they're, they're kind of starting off their very first season somewhat similar to the way that Al is, is that every, as far as I'm aware, every weekend is going to be in a different city. So the, the opening weekend, which was last weekend was in London. So only a certain number of the teams are there. And like this coming weekend, I don't think Dallas is playing at all. And then several of the other teams that hadn't played last weekend are playing this weekend. And I think they're in Atlanta. And so it's moving all around and it's a smaller amount. They don't have quite as many teams. So their structure is different. Like each weekend is basically like a, a miniature tournament. Mm-hmm. Kind of like mm. in, in Overwatch League, they had like in the past years, they had a stage one playoff and a stage two playoff all the way going up to lead one. This is more like every weekend is a playoff. So it wow. adds a bit more tension to it, even though it's not really, mm. it kind of feels that way because they'll have the ex, not the exhibition, but they'll have the first round and then the first round winners. And then those winners will go against each other. Then they'll go to a semifinal yeah. and then they'll go to a final of the event, the weekend tournament. So it just, I don't know, huh. there, there was a lot of tension to it, and I'm probably not explaining it perfectly, but it just, I really enjoyed watching it, and the, the teams will, and the crowd, and they'll kind of like banter back and forth, and kind of like, not in a really bad way, but you know, a little bit of friendly trash talking, like, oh yeah, sure. whatever, and like if someone chokes or whatever, you'll see people like doing the choke sign, and just, that I don't know, all <laughs> that kind of feels like that fits for a Call of Duty. I don't want to go crazy mean-spirited, that's not what I mean, and it, luckily yeah. it hasn't gone that way, but a little bit of back and forth ribbing and stuff, I kind of dig that. And so yeah, of course, I, I that's always fun. A, I had a lot of fun with the Call of Duty League. I watched most of it on Saturday, but Sunday I watched every single game. Wow. This is their first season, you said? 
This is their first season. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. Now, there have been, just like Overwatch, where, you know, they would have Overwatch games via Apex and all these other outside right. tournament stuff. Call of okay. Duty's always had several different things where there's tournaments and whatnot. But this is the okay. first season of the official from Activision, the Call of Duty League. Oh, uh, so, nice. Exactly. Where it's got the city teams where, like, you have a Dallas team and an Atlanta team and a London team and an, all that kinds of stuff. Oh, very so, nice. this is the first year for them. And so, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, outside of that, this week in particular, we've been doing a lot of stuff at work. Um, I've actually been going in either either going in early or staying late every single day this week. So oh, luckily, wow. the, we recorded tonight because I'm not going to be going in early tomorrow, but I'm going to be staying late tomorrow. And I was and I was like, okay, am I, if it's one of the days where I got to go in early, that's going to totally throw things off. If we would have had to have done a morning show, this so this actually is working out perfect for me. On the gaming front, really, the only thing I played is a little bit of. Because I was so enthralled with Call of Duty, I did play more Call of Duty, and they were ending season one of their Battle Pass, so there was okay. a lot of um, like everything was double XP and whatnot. So I just went mm -hmm. as far in the Battle Pass as I could. I didn't buy it, so I'm only getting the free tiers of it. Um, yeah. But I really didn't play a ton because when I wasn't working on the lock or you know hanging out and doing stuff with Stacy, I was watching either Al or the Call of Duty League. So that's pretty much all. I was oh, and one other thing, I don't like this back button. <laughs> No, don't you don't. I just no. don't. I mean, I've taken it off. It's in I the took way. it off the other day, and I'm just like, I'm gonna try it again, but I'm just, I'm just not feeling. It. For one, I really? really don't feel like I'm gonna I have any need for it at all when it comes to regular, quote unquote, regular games like story based games. I just don't yeah. feel like I until it's a part of the controller. Like if the all the PS5 controllers come with those extra buttons, then the games will make prompts for those buttons that would make sense to me but right now if it doesn't need it the only games that feel like it would be useful are competitive shooter style games and it's just like i i, I even tested it. i was like okay i played a couple of rounds of like domination let's say in call of duty that's a game mode mm -hmm. and then i took it off and played again and i just it felt like i know this is supposed to be helping me but i feel like i'm doing better without it oh dog so it's like mm. and I, I will say i don't know anybody else who has one right now that doesn't like it. I mean, several people on Twitter, they're like, well, map these buttons. These are the best combination and blah, blah, blah. And I've tried several different things. It's just, and I got to the point where I wasn't accidentally hitting it, but I just, I feel like I can't grip the controller right. And it's just, it, none of it mm. just feels right. It it's, could be something I get used to, but right, right now I'm just not digging it. And so I don't, wow. I, I toyed with the idea of just seeing if I could return it, which I don't, it's been so long since I returned something like, I don't know if it's because it was open. Is it returnable? I don't, I don't really know, but I yeah. decided to keep it because it's like, I'm going to go back and give it, I'm going to give it more of a shot, but Man, I might well, end up I, just I being like, ah, after you say I that, know. I hope that the one on the DualShock 5 sits more into the controller. So it doesn't right. feel so obtrusive because yeah, well, like when you look at the Xbox Elite controller, which a lot of people kind of hold as like the gold standard, so to speak, and even the scuff controllers, like they're paddle based rather than a button. And so they're yeah. really thin and, and lining. Like, I don't get the sense from looking at them again, never having used either of them. I don't get the sense that they would feel in the way that you could still hold the controller how you want. And they just would be there within reach kind of thing. Yes, The right. only other controller on the market that's been heavily pushed that has it more of like a button that I'm aware of is the Astro controller that for the PS4. But even then, they seem inset enough that I just don't feel like they would be in the way. Again, never had, I've never touched it. I don't really know for sure. Whereas the back button, they just, they have to protrude so much because it's an attachment. 
it hmm. adds on to an existing form factor. It wasn't designed. Right. It That's wasn't right. built into the form factor. So I, I don't, I'm not hesitant. And then like, if the PlayStation five controller has these buttons, I'm not fearful that, Oh my gosh, it's going to ruin my gaming experience. I think it'll be fine. It just unfortunately this back button. I'm just so far. I've not been able to really get wow, comfortable dude. with it, and that's it. Kind of bums me out because I was really, I was really yeah, looking forward man. to it being awesome. So I don't know. I'll try it a few more times and, and give it another college try. It was really nice to be able to hit that button though and pull up my grenade and apex and be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I know, <laughs> but if it only has one use, then it sounds kind of useless. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it definitely. Even if it, I loved it. I really only feel like I would ever have it attached for competitive shooters. I just don't feel like I would. Yeah. I don't feel like I would play The Last of Us Two and be like, "I need that back button." I just don't feel like that's going right. to be a thing. So I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. But hmm. that's pretty much it for me. Just been a little bit of Call of Duty, tiny, tiny bit of Apex when I was trying out the the back button. But that's been it. There you go. Nice, Tim Router. Yum. Oh, wait, no, wrong, wrong commercial. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. <a> red Robin. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, hi, man. Uh, hi, let's man. see. Uh, I was in Orlando this past weekend. Oh, uh, we yeah. How'd that go? Right. Did you guys win all the things? We, yeah, we won all of the everything. Um, we nice. left on Wednesday and got back on Sunday. Um, it was, uh, it was crazy, man. Uh, we stayed in a three bedroom suite with two other of our friends. So a total of four girls, four cheer girls ready to go. Uh, and so that was crazy in and of itself. Um, and then it was Piper's birthday on Saturday and that was the same day that they competed. So the competition was held at ESPN's wide world of sports. The place is huge. I had never been in there before hmm. and man, they have like a couple baseball fields, like couple arenas and and that's how they set up all the competitions was in the arenas and then the girls could practice outside it was just it was nuts and so on that saturday you know we had a birthday cake for piper in the morning that's our birthday tradition and uh it was it was really sweet and um so they all they all got ready beforehand and we were ready to meet the team at the gate and one of our girls who's staying with us madeline she wasn't feeling really well uh, before they went into competition we meet the team at the ESPN Globe. The coaches take the kids to practice and then they get ready for the stage and we get a text that Madeline threw up. We're like, oh gosh. Oh, freaking it's Madeline. Sweet. Here we go. Yeah. Dang it, Madeline. God. Her mom comes out to meet her, gives her like this little pep talk because Madeline's a flyer, Piper's a flyer, and there's mm. two other flyers. So like she's kind of essential to the, the squad. So if she's not okay. up there, stuff goes down. So yeah. she goes back with the team right before they're scheduled to go on. We're all excited waiting. We're in the arena um, there's tons of people announcement. There's a slight change in the schedule. So-and-so high school will now be performing. We get another text that Madeline threw up again. Oh and no. So we're like, Oh man, what is going to happen? Next thing we know, like two, two more comp- competitive, uh, high school teams later, uh, the girls come out and they perform and they absolutely nail their routine. No one fell, no wobbles. Madeline was smiling and like the whole place goes nuts. And it's, it's really sweet. The coach's mom uh, also coaches, she coaches Poplar Grove and like all of the girls from Poplar Grove were in the front row and they were all cheering them on. And you got to understand something, this uh, Piper's team, they've never cheered before. This is their first year cheering. So they don't know, you know, backhand springs, like not everybody can do them. And there's, there's all kinds of tumbling that's involved. So, you know, they go out there and nail it. 
So we go out and we meet them all and we're like, we're so proud of everybody. And Piper says that Madeline basically, <laughs> right before the competition, she dry heaved, swallowed it, basically went, let's go. Oh and my boom, gosh. they went out to perform. I'm like, oh my gosh, they can make a movie out of this. this yeah, would be I wish amazing. they were like, Madeline, no talking. Right, Your exactly. Right? But she was she was <laughs> out there with a smile on her face and she did everything. <laughs> oh it was gosh. really amazing. I was so proud of those girls i'm like oh my gosh i guess madeline you are a flyer we can't have a caesar's palace fountain of vomit going on out there. <laughs> right. yeah exactly that's right but you don't uh, hold it down while you up there right exactly you got this right uh, i'm gonna Jeez, lift Louise. you up i'm gonna lift what you up beast, you need though, an air bag? dude right? it was honestly it was this girl is seven years old tiny little oh my girl gosh. sweet soft-spoken little girl and she came out in beast mode i've never been more proud of her and like her mom was crying everybody was crying like everybody was super all the the moms of course were just super emotional about everything this is our first time we've ever done anything man i gotta say like i am really impressed and i have a newfound respect for for cheer and for what i never thought i'd say this but uh for for what it it really teaches especially piper like it, there's so much involved in teamwork. There's also involved as, hey, if you fall, you got to get back up and you got to keep going. Like the show yeah. must, must go on. And also the camaraderie, like all these other girls were cheering these girls on who, and like, there's just a lot of encouragement. And I, I, it mm. really kind of opened my eyes. It was really, really cool. That's um, awesome, man. But all in all, uh, <laughs> in their division, they are the junior record division. So like we were there a couple, like 20 minutes before just to kind of see, you know, their division starting. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. All right. Now I see what we're up against. Basically the uh, Piper's squad bumped up in age because they had like four 11, 11 year old girls. And so mm. because of that, I guess that qualifies them for an upper junior rec division. So what ended up happening was they placed eighth out of 12th. It basically uh. for that, ba basically for that reason, because I watched the first two teams. I'm like, all the girls can do backhand string springs. Right. They're all like popping their flyers up and they're spinning and, and doing all kinds of stuff. So it was one of those things where we went over to the announcement. They have like a separate place where they announce the top six that go on to the finals, which would have been on Sunday. And so when they didn't get announced, every like all the girls just kind of started breaking down. But the coach pulled everybody then got to be like, listen to me. You guys beat like at least four other teams that were probably bigger than you, you know, and have been around longer. So mm -hmm. if if they were in a lower division, I guarantee you they probably would have made the made the finals because they yeah. did so well. I mean, and everybody just was was amazing and and just completely encouraging them. But man, it was definitely an experience. I like, I was like, wow, this is this is legit, and and I'm just so proud of Piper and and Madeline, of course, and the whole team. And uh, man, it was just it was a positive atmosphere, and I, you know, I came out of there going, this is basically where Piper wants to be and and needs to be. This is like the environment that she needs to be in, and and it's it's super cool. So I was I was super stoked. Um, so does that mean you're done with soccer? Uh, we will be. Yeah, actually, uh, the coach wow. and I, we are, we are going to do spring. We agreed on spring, but then his daughter's also like wanting to do either volleyball or basketball in the fall. And I told, uh, Dave, I'm like, listen, in the fall, we're going to miss three to four games because of competitions. Cause the fall season right. is really when the competitions mm -hmm. start. So we're going to, we're going to end it in this spring. 
with probably a winless season again, but that's fine. <laughs> and because uh, we had, we got the ro- we got the roster, we got the same team now. In case now, unless they all start going into beast mode and swallowing their own vomit, I'm pretty sure it's all going to be the same. freaking weeds. Come on, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yes. Uh, but yes, we. I, I mean, this is P- Piper's all in. She is. Um, we're we're going to be in the off season. She's going to be training with her coach and she's, she's got her back handspring down. She just needs the confidence to kind of do it more and more. Yeah. And then it, then it goes into back tucks and all this other stuff. So like, there's a whole progression that they do, but she she, willing to swallow vomit. I guess so. Good Lord. I guess so. (laughs) But um, It was, uh, it's just, it's one of those things where this is, this is exactly where my daughter wants to be. And I'm totally fine with it. It's, it's super cool. Yeah. Uh, we did get to get into the parks for two days, and I gotta say, it was miserable because was it? really, well, we didn't Too have busy? good. Fa- it was busy. We didn't have good fast passes because they gave us our tickets the day we checked in. Oh, so we, all the fast passes are gone. So we waited in line. <clears throat> I've never done this before at Disney for two hours for the Slinky Dog roller coaster ride not at doc. Hollywood Studios. I was saying, Nah, Doc. I was going up to cast members, be like, Yo. You got any fast passes anywhere? Yeah, for, yeah docked. But we got not docked the whole way. But honestly, that was a great ride. Was it worth two hours? Probably not. But I bet you I if Piper like, would have thrown up, they'd have moved. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was honestly like those two days in the parks, they were kind of miserable just because you had to finagle your way. I mean, we, we were at the Magic Kingdom on Thursday and I was able to get, we were able to get into some rides, none of the majors, of course. But we had all day on Sunday since we weren't in finals to do Hollywood Studios. And we're like, all right, we, you know, we're going to, we can do, we, we managed to get a, a late fast pass to like Toy Story Mania, but like we can do one big ride that's not a huge long wait. And Slink, Slinky was like the least of it. Like uh, Tower of Terror was a hundred and some odd minutes. Lord but have mercy. It was, yeah, it was insane. So it was kind of like the, one of the worst park experiences I've had. <laughs> And some of our friends, like they've never been to Disney before. And I was kind of like, sorry. I'm like, I, you know, I trust me, like Disney's so much better if you, you know, get a chance to plan ahead. Welcome to Disney for the rest of us, Tim. Exactly. Yeah, that's, right? the exa- exactly. that's true. That's, <laughs> so true. that's standard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sheesh, Louise. But um, yeah, so it was, it was, it was kind of nuts. But we, uh, we came home late Sunday night. And then I got sick on Monday with like a head cold and just oh, felt no, like crap dude. all day. So I'm still, I've got like this little bit of a cough still left over. Mm-hmm. Dude, you should have seen everybody was wearing masks in the park. I mean, I saw a lot of people wearing oh, masks. Yeah, oh, yeah, baby, yeah. that Corona boy. That, right? that, yeah, that Corona light with the lime just is killing everybody right now. Yeah. yeah. That Corona with a twist, all right. That's right. <laughs> it's Corona with a twist. So, um, so yeah, man, sorry, that was a really long story, but uh, that was my weekend. It was... There was ups and downs, roller coasters, just just amazing. Uh, it, it was really cool. I was like really kind of blown blown away by the whole situation, and and I think Piper's ready to get back into it and do it again. The, like the official cheer season is now over until tryouts in April. So like she's <coughs> sorry, she basically said from now till April she just wants to you know do some some practices and, and maybe take a tumble class and a, a couple other things. So, I mean, this girl is all in and I'm, I'm super proud of her for, you know, taking that initiative to do that. And, and so it, it's great, man. So I now have an eight year old, which is crazy. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And here we, and here we go. 
And right? on the gaming front, it's Sekiro. Back to you. How's that? How's Sekiro going? <laughs> Dude, yeah, it is, how is it? It is so great. I'm probably halfway through right now. I am dealing with um, a boss right now that's kind of whooping my tail. But mm. uh, again, like with this game, I don't care. Like it's like I go back and, and it, it, with this game, you have to die a lot in order to figure out the different patterns and get mm. things going. And for those of you who have played Sekiro and probably know what I'm talking about, it's the Guardian Ape which is an actual ape and um, you have to kill him in two stages. So you have to go through this big old boss battle. When you defeat him, then you start over with a, there's a, a twist to it, but you have to continue to defeat him again. And oh. so it's, it's crazy, yeah. but it is so awesome. And this game, man, just keeps surprising me left and right. It's, it's so I feel like it's it's cohesive, but you have to figure it out um, as you go along. But but once you see everything, like it all makes sense, and mm. uh, the mechanics of it just are great. And I'm just I'm still in, still here. If you if you die while you're fighting him, do you have to go back to the first time you have to kill him? Yep. Oh yeah. Ooh, and wow. honestly, there are many bosses that are like that where um, you have to kill, and then they kind of. They're like, that's kind of why it's called, you know, shadows die twice. They, they are killed and then you, they kind of resurrect and you have to do it again. If you die in that second time, you got to go all the way back and start over again. Dude. So there, there is a frustration level to that. I was up <laughs> for three, for what, two and a half hours last night trying to beat them. And uh, I, like at, at, at some point, I'm like, all right, I just got to step away and I'll come back later. Um, again, a walkthrough is always helpful. And so it, it has been yeah. for me. I'm, I'm continuing to do what I'm do, what I'm doing. And, and thank God too, because I would have missed stuff definitely because like, you just have to look at every nook and cranny, but mm. I mean, they also, but from software is also smart. They give you places where you can farm. So like you can build up your skill levels because when you die, whatever your skill level is, say I'm at like three and a half it slices it in half. You stay at that third level, but it slices your skill level and cuts your skill level in half. If you have any coin, like I had a thousand, it cuts it in half. So like I'm at like $1 right now because I've just keep dying and dying. Oh, and as sheesh. you keep dying, you keep losing everything. But you, you know, once you figure that out, then you can go back to certain places and you can uh, basically farm out. There's, there's places where you can get lots of coin by, by killing and stealthing and, and uh, and it's just a continuous loop, so you can kind of farm it out and build that up, and then go back and and get your skill level up. So there's, <coughs> they thought I feel like they've thought of everything, which is great. So it to me, it's definitely not as frustrating as Bloodborne, and um, it, it's just I've, I just feel like it's so much more polished, and it's <coughs> it's just great, man. I'm just I'm loving. This is like my new Assassin's Creed, really. I love wow. that they put stealth in this. I I love that there's stealth and there's a lot of it. And like with Bloodborne, you could barely do any of that. So this is this is a whole nother level for them. So let me ask you this. Does the walkthroughs not help the when it comes to the boss battles at all? Yeah, that's the problem because this guy has has played Sekiro three times over. Like he's just he knows that he knows how to deflect so well. Uh, and that's like the deflections and like and how deflections kind of affect posture and you can kill an enemy if their posture is too, if they, if they get staggered too much with all the deflections that you do. And 
uh, he just goes in and he wrecks shop and he's like, and this is how you do it. I'm like, okay, great. And I go in and I get killed like five times, right. but I, I, I consider the source. I know this guy's done it three times. He said that before. He's like, look, I'm not expecting everybody to get this going, but this is how I had to go through it too. I had to die multiple times. I had to right. figure out the patterns. I had to figure out which weapons were better with what. <clears throat> and, and what I want to know is just, kind of a general feel for where the area is. I usually go in first blind. And then when my sessions is done, then I'll go back and, and see what he did. And, oh, wow. then, uh, and then if he, if there's places that I miss, then I'll go back and do those as well. And that also helps me farm a few coin or a few skills from here. Because mm -hmm. when you rest, when you rest, it resets that area. So like I could go in and kill everybody in that entire area. I go back to my, they, they're like little idols that you commune with. Go yep. back. If you, if you rest, it resets all of them. And then you just go back and kill them again. And that's how you farm everything out. So, you know, you would think that, oh, that kind of sucks. You have to start all over again, but it's actually really helpful for you, especially as you progress in the game, because some of these people that you can kill have higher, um, you get better skill points, you can get better coin for them. So yeah, it's man, it's, it's an, it's an all in package, man. I, I love it. I'm just sitting here just just enjoying every every minute of this this game is really really done a number on me and i'm i'm really loving every minute of it so are wow, you man. are you feeling why it got game of the year yeah yeah i can certainly i now i didn't play a lot of other nomin nominees for game of the year but i can uh -huh. certainly see it absolutely i mean it would if i was playing this last year it would have been my game of the year absolutely oh wow Hands down, it would wow. have been. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's really creative um, and it's challenging. And I, I'm finding I'm really digging that challenge. Like as frustrating as it can be, I think it kind of helps you. Like I like problem solving. I like trying to figure out patterns. I like doing that kind of stuff. Interesting. And, uh, and maybe some of it's because I'm a programmer and I'm supposed, that's kind of what I do. I, I have to go in and look at code if there's something wrong and fix it and, and try and figure it out. But like, yeah, I, it's, I'm man, it's, it's, it's great. I love it. It's just fun. That's I'm super, awesome. Yeah. I'm just super excited for it. I, and man, if you guys give it another shot, I hope you do. Like I'm a, definitely a, an ambassador for it now because like, it's just a, a game I've never, I've never really challenged myself as much as these past two games that I played, Bloodborne and now Sekiro. But I, I definitely yeah, think Sekiro is, is by far my favorite. Is it going to be like end up being <laughs> your favorite game of all time? <clears throat> uh, it's creeping up there. It has. Wow. It has some Witcher qualities to it. It ha it's got a little bit of everything, which for me, like I always thought from I always thought from software was just they make these kind of games and that is it the dark yeah. souls and bloodborne and that is it for me this is such a and and I, i'm not in the from software crowd like this isn't well, it my sounds thing. like you are now but i right. am now but 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 my question to myself is would i go back now and play dark souls knowing that sekiro is so polished and so right up more up my alley than mm. even bloodborne is like i don't mm. know if i'd go back i'd rather just you know, be happy with Sekiro and go from there and then see what they come up with next. So I don't know, man, it's, it's definitely, I'm putting a lot of hours into this game and, uh, and I have no problem with it. Like I, I honestly, 
I've never been one. I've been usually a very impatient person when it comes to getting killed and then like blah, blah, blah. And yes, yeah. you're going to, you're going to swear. You're going to be like, come on. You're going to be like, blah, blah, blah. But I just keep going back to it and keep going back. And it's just like, it's a challenge to just keep going and going and going. I know you're super enthralled with this. And obviously I would assume that your plan is to go to the end and, and to beat the game. But once you are done with it and you've accomplished that goal, are you planning to give Neo a shot at all? Because again, I, it seems like it's very much in this in a similar vein. And I know Neo 2 is about to come out. I mean, you've opened up a whole new door that I feel like you should at least give it. I mean, in fact, of course, it depends on if you, you added it to library, but I'm pretty sure Neo 1 was part of PS Plus at one point. So if you're one of those people that okay. always adds your game yeah, to library, you may even already have it. Yeah, I might. Um, I'd be very I'm, curious I your take on that I'm going too. To, I might take a just a little break and yeah, you know, makes I, sense. I, I, too back I still to back. Yeah, I, like because I've done Bloodborne and then Sekiro, like to go into something like that. But I'm definitely open to those kind of games now. I just that's I, incredible. Yeah, it's the, it's definitely weird. Like I'm almost thinking Monster Hunter World now too. Like that could be a game that wow. I'd be totally down for as well. But I don't yeah. know yet. Like I just, I, I like I want to see a little gameplay and just see. Uh, with Sekiro, I, I looked at some stuff and I'm like, like I did not know what Sekiro was at all until I looked up some gameplay and I was like, oh, 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 man, yeah, this this has like some Assassin's Creed. There's some stealth. There's there's like really intricate combat mechanics. Like I thought The Witcher Three had some pretty decent combat. And, and tricky combat mechanics but this is a whole like yeah let's try that and that's that's what made me think that this this was for me so i don't know man it's cool i'm, I'm loving this dude, i'm loving crazy, this man. new me in 2020 dude it's great yeah. i haven't and i feel bad i haven't played a lick of overwatch with anybody i've just been in like securo mode i've just been like i don't know i just have blinders on i just want to keep going keep going keep going i'm not looking to platinum i haven't even looked at the trophy list or anything I just want to get a good, solid finish the game, you know, complete the things that would that most people be like, yes, you have completed this game. It is done. And uh, and that would that would make me feel good. And and I'd be happy with that. So nice. We shall right. see. I talked way too long. I'm sorry. No, not at all. So, Mr. Patillo. Yeah. You're on the West Coast, man. West Coast, Fresh Coast, the best coast. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm out here. I'm in. I'm at my grandparents' house. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, which is nuts. It's so good to be here. We um, decided, me and my wife both. I didn't just make this decision on my own, but so we went out for a week of touring, mm -hmm. uh, which ended in Sacramento, and then everybody was gonna fly home and then fly back out here for the remainder sh remaining shows this run which are uh, i think it's like fresno uh la and reno and then everybody goes back home mm -hmm. and you know my grandfather i think i talked about it he's getting a little older and so i was like man yeah. i'd love to go spend some time with him like i don't know if we've ever in my life just spent time me and him like it's really? always been a family thing. You know, my mom came or, you know, like last time we were here and the, my wife was here and especially for like four days, I've, I've stopped by and seen them. Like if I do a show close, like let's say I'm in Napa or I'm in Concord or, you know, something like that, then I'll swing by and just say hi for like an afternoon. But like, mm -hmm. as far as like spending four days out here, uh, this is the first time that's happened. So yeah, I'm really glad to be out here with him just hanging out. Um, is it been, just him at the house? Yes, just him. Well, nice. him and like a a caretaker. He's got like a 24-hour 
caretaker. Oh, okay. Um, just because like he doesn't have his license anymore. You know, he's ninety four years old. Gotcha. And right. so, um, yeah. you know, he had to kind of give some of that stuff up, which is hard to watch. You know, his, his freedom oh, get I taken bet. from him a little bit, but, um. But, you know, the fact that she's here and she's, you know, making him dinner and, and breakfast and stuff like that and just making sure he takes his medicine mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And so and she's a really sweet lady. So um, that's been really cool getting to know her. Um, And so, yeah, man, just uh, haven't been super duper busy. I um, I went down to I, I don't know if I ever talked to you guys about this, but I was really enthralled with this little piece of tech called the Vesta board V E S T A B O A R D. And it's like a split flap display. Like you would find in like, like I think France has got one like in their, you know, train terminal or something like that. You know, like when the destination comes up, it's like, you know, all the, the the flaps go. And so these guys recreated this for more like a, uh, uh, home and office kind of thing. And so it's like, I don't know how many little uh, letters it is, but I've been following them for the last two years. And when I realized I had a couple of days off, I was like, I think those guys are in in the Bay Area somewhere. And so I kind of I went by there and like saw their little process what? today. And yeah, and the CEO, because it's a small little company. The CEO mm-hmm. gave me like a little tech demo and everything. And uh, and so it was really cool to like just go up in there and talk to him and find out about where he's from and and all that and why he started this thing. And so that was awesome. Yeah, it was kind of, it was really cool to just kind of like sit down and, and talk with the guy behind the thing that I've been watching for the last two years. And it's, (laughs) it's nothing I can afford because it's going to be expensive when it drops, but it, for there's something about it that's like eerily satisfying. I don't know if it's just like the sound that it makes when the letters are coming up or, and I just think there's so many great little applications for it. However, it's nothing you need. If you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but after seeing it, I was like, I need that. Right. Um, but anyway, it was really cool. Everybody should go check it out. Vesta board. Um, and so, yeah, man, I've just been kind of like piddling around San Francisco and, um, and just kind of killing time in the mornings because my grandfather gets up really late. And so it's been really nice, like just kind of getting back in touch with where I grew up. You know what I mean? Like I spent the first man, probably 13 of 13 years of my life here after my parents divorced, we would still come back here every summer. And my mom would send me and my brother here for the whole summer. And Mm -hmm. so every year between May and August, we lived here in this same house. This house was built in 88, I think. And so, you know, it's been part of my life almost my whole life. So is your room still there? Well, so there's always been three rooms and like a, a lower level where, you know, that could be like an apartment or whatever. And so his, um, live-in caretaker actually takes the room that I would stay in, that I used to stay okay. in. Then he's in his room, and then I'm actually staying in my grandmother's room because they didn't sleep in the same room because, you know, snoring. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the excuse they gave us. I don't know what the actual reason is, but... Um, <laughs> so that's I'm actually funny. staying down in my grandmother's room, and everything's just like I remember. You know, it's like the pictures really? of when I'm, mm. you know, really young, me and Marcel. Yeah, it's funny. And so it's it's crazy. Just nothing's changed. And uh, and so it's cool, man. It's it's definitely a little slice of my life. And so thinking about this house maybe going away in the next couple of years, you know, if he passes or, you mm. know, whatever whatever happens, mm. is really sad because I'm actually not a sentimental cat. Like, I'm not like, yeah. oh, but I've had this car for forever or, ooh, this house. But like this house is sentimental to me and this feels like home 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I always say I'm from California because because I spent the first like nine years of my life here. But mm-hmm. even beyond that, because of this house and coming back here till I was in my mid teens, it even more so feels like home. Um, Cause a lot of people are like, ah, oh, now you're from where you went to high school. Like, you know, those right. years. And I'm like, eh, you know, that's, uh, but um, you know, I, I just, this is home for me. So it's like, you know, I know the that's supermarket cool, and the downtown area and stuff like that. So anyway, been really cool. Um, as far as the gaming side, you know, what's been really fun is I think I talked to you guys about there being a bunch of switches on the road. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You did a lot apparently. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of them. I think there's 10 of them. If I were to counting everybody, but what they, what they've been doing is like almost every day when the crew gets done setting up we, we use this app called Slack. That's uh, I I hate yeah, yeah. it actually, but um, it's just a I'm good way a for the. I'm not a big fan of it either. A lot of people use Slack, and I've, like I'm just it. like I I'm not getting it. <laughs> I, know, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Why so do we use ha- this? Yeah, we have to use it for the tour. It's just the easiest way for everybody to respond to what's going on, or them be able to push out. You know, it, it's faster than email, but it's not like you have to have everybody's phone number. You know, um, so it's just you know we tour with you know, like a hundred people almost. And so it's just a good way to get information out there. Anyway, there's a switch life channel on there and that the guys made that all own switches. And so, you know, when the crew gets done, they'll be like, Hey, we're in the green room, carting it up. And so we'll awesome. just like all get together and all be on our switches and race. And man, that has been so much fun. Yeah. Yes. Cause I haven't like, That's great, That's awesome. yeah, I haven't gotten with, and, you know, and these guys are really good. So it's not like I'm not mm-hmm. spanking them by any means. Now, I am usually, you know, I probably win the four four races, you know, at the end where they add everybody's total up. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, win yeah. that like maybe 60 to 70 percent of the time. But okay. it's, it's, not, it's not like it's a whole bunch. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like I'm whooping everybody. There's some really good people out here playing mario kart and so it's just fun because it's really challenging and and we're all pushing each other um and then i was thinking about downloading a game called dragon ball z kakarot um it's Hmm. a new rpg ish kind of game uh from the dragon ball stories and one of the reasons is because me and my brother watched dragon ball religiously when i was in high school and he was like Mm -hmm. coming into high school because we're four years apart and I guess they say that this Dragon Ball, even though it's got some issues, that this Dragon Ball uh, game tells the full story of kind of like that Dragon Ball Z and a little past oh, it time the best. And so they were like, it really handles the story well. So, you know, it'd be nice to get a refresher on the story. And I love yeah. those characters, Goku and Krillin and, and all these people. So uh, I'm thinking about downloading that since... Last of Us isn't coming out. Final Fantasy VII isn't coming out. Cyberpunk's not coming out. So all these games that I was counting on coming out this tour aren't right. coming out. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm thinking about picking up Kakarot. So I might download it here while I'm at my grandfather's and have some decent internet and then start playing that on the road now that things are settling down a little bit. Nice, man. Nice, man. Yeah. Is it a, it's a full price. Like, it's a $60 game, right? Yeah, and it just dropped. So it's Yeah, it's, I knew it was relatively new. And I've seen a few which I was not a Dragon Ball person. I'm not super familiar with the story. I, sure. I just know bits and pieces here, but I watched a few YouTube videos at least of the cutscene spot parts uh-huh. and they would compare the game to the anime. 
yep. and how close they resemble each other. I was like, oh, wow. That's like. Pretty- Is it really close? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it, look, it looks from an animation standpoint. If you, as a person who's never really been that much into anime, but has always had an appreciation for the anime art style, sure, it looks great. Yeah, it looked really, really cool. Nice. Yeah, like Target's got it for fifty dollars right now, fifty one dollars. Yeah. So you know, I might, I might go pick it up. I don't know if I'll PSN it for the full price or go get the physical copy so I can resell it. But yeah, Kakarot, looking at you, Doc. Nice man. Nice. That's awesome. I um, love that. And I think that's it from me. Yeah. You about that? I think so. I think that's it. Um, that's good stuff, man. Router. Yeah. Uh, you got it? Uh, I got it. Well, let's do it! All right, we got new releases this week. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Season 2 for the PC, PS4, Mm. Xbox One. Metro Exodus Sam's Story DLC for the PC, PS4, Xbox One. Oh, and Stadia, or Stadia, Stadia, whatever. Uh They they always have to throw the... Hey, hey, remember us? Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, Yakuza 5, the Yakuza (laughs) Rings. That's... Our Wi-Fi is junked. <laughs> Yakuza 5, the Yakuza Remastered Collection for the PS4. The Yakuza Remastered Collection Day 1 Edition for the PS4. Mm. Darksiders Genesis for the PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Dreams for the PS4. Street Fighter V Champion Edition for the PC and PS4. They know how to re-release a game, boy. That's Those Street Fighter <clears throat> people, boy. Capcom right? know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Gracious. That's right. This day in gaming, Ooh. 30 years ago, February 12th, 1990 in North America for the NES Super Mario Brothers 3. Ooh, 30 years ago. Really? That's crazy. I, I had to look it up just to make, I was like, really? 30 years 30 ago. 30 Mar- years ago? Wow. Super Mario Brothers 3, February 12th, 1990. It's a long time. Three. Jeez. Um, 13 good no i was gonna say that, that i mean that uh, that makes a lot of sense i guess it, it, time time keeps all ticking mm-hmm. that's right that's right <laughs> uh 13 years ago february 12th 2007 the we play came out the what the we play wasn't that <laughs> that was the um the add-on to the nunchucks wasn't it not the nunchucks oh the, Remember yeah, that was that, that little the thing that made it the steering that wheel? Made it, no, no, no. no it was the little like add little... on to the bottom that made it yeah. more one to one. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that mm. came out. I thought that was interesting. Didn't um, have one. Clearly that. Yep. Seven years ago, February twelfth, twenty thirteen, for the Xbox three sixty, Aliens Colonial Marines, oh. and and for the Jeez. PlayStation three, the Elder Scrolls Skyrim, the Dragonborn DLC came out. Seven years ago. I remember ago. a cool song about that. Yeah, I, I got my dragon bone. I, I, I got my dragon know, I might know a song about that. Yep. Yeah, very, right? very possible. Anyway, those are your this day in gaming. Hmm. I thought that was interesting. That's more uh, like a that's more like a the 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 renaissance of yeah, gaming right. when we look back, which mm-hmm. actually the renaissance is the same name of the first Black pro basketball team. Happy Black History Month. I almost what? forgot. Oh, oh man, I thought beautiful. we were going to miss out. 
I didn't oh, know. That almost, that almost slid past your boy. If, he, well if Tim wouldn't have done a history thing, I would have totally forgot. No, <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, the well Renaissance. Played, 1923. Wow. 1923, first black pro basketball team. That's amazing. If they could, if they could only see us now. <laughs> right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, They'd be like, no kidding. Yeah. Really? We'll flip the script. That's right. Started from the bottom now. We're here. Yeah. That's right. They're like, oh, really? They counting Steph Curry? Interesting. <laughs> Wow. By, by the way, Curry. by, on. by yeah, the way, speaking of which, speak, brother, no, speaking of Steph Curry, yes, we're, yeah. we're dancing on stage in Sacramento and I look over and who's freaking dancing on stage with us? Yep. That uh, would be Steph, Steph freaking Curry. Curry. Yep. <laughs> what? Like, with his daughter, crazy. right? Yeah, with his two kids. I was like, are we about to meet Steph Curry? And so he came to our dressing room after the show and was just talking to us like we were all, like everything was normal. That's amazing. Did you get a picture with him and everything? I did. Yeah, I had too many Steph Curry, Doc. My daughter would have killed me if I didn't get a picture with Steph Curry. She loves Steph Curry. Uh, That's funny. Who doesn't love Steph Curry, man? He's amazing. Oh, uh, Seth Curry? Yeah, probably. Or Steph Curry. <laughs> what? Uh, names uh, that sound like Steph. No, yeah, exactly. All right, back to you, gentlemen. Hit me with some news. Chris McCracken. All right. So here's a little bit of kind of feel goodish news. There's a okay. organization called OSD, that. and that stands for Outperform, Serve, and Develop. And they are partnering with Microsoft. They support veterans and family members and communities with different community Ooh, projects and various things. And they're partnering with Microsoft to provide video games, tabletop games, coffee, and more to deployed troops. And the real kicker on it is that. Through March 31st, Xbox is going to be matching every donation dollar for dollar up to $250,000. That's, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. And, and, Let's get some donations going. Yeah, so we, that's I, awesome. I'm like, yes, this is all about it. They, they, uh, they do a lot of things kind of similar to like stack up and everything where they'll, they'll mm -hmm. say, Hey, if you're going to stream, you know, you can, you can set us up as the place that you want to donate to. And you can have like these little buttons on your stream and all this, several different avenues with which they can do it. Um, I think there may be one official page where if you donate it through, that's the way that Xbox keeps the tally. I think I'm not sure if it applies to every avenue with which you can donate through there, but regardless, that's amazing that Xbox is yeah, yeah. Really like cool. saying, Hey, Dollar for dollar, up to two hundred fifty thousand. That's that's not right. no small amount of money. That's a big chunk of change. So kudos to Microsoft and and good job to OSD for continuing the good fight. Yeah, I love that, and I also love that they added uh, coffee, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, video games, tabletop games, coffee, and more. Like, exactly. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if we got one guy on here who knows for sure, coffee's important. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I right. wonder what, if coffee made the list, the and more must not be that, but they're like, uh, fidget spinners. <laughs> There's a bookmark in there. <laughs> That's right. A bookmark. They just <laughs> itemized all of it. We get video games, tabletop games, coffee, fidget spinners, bookmarks, and- And a notepad. Those, <laughs> those fatty racers <laughs> that you put on the back of your pencil. That's right. <laughs> Shaped like a Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. It all comes in a trapper keeper. All right. <laughs> And a free USB dongle. <laughs> I 
Don't yeah. USB. Put it's 512 yeah. megabytes. No, I was going to say it's 32 gigabytes. It's 32. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> this was dope until I received it. That's right. <laughs> now I'm more stressed. Yeah. It's That's like right. a Chris- It's like a Christmas gift from your aunt. <laughs> right. right you're like i'm so excited but i'm pretty sure this is gonna be lame <laughs> right <laughs> a turtle neck <laughs> who knew <laughs> yeah, exactly. what? yeah oh you knitted it oh oh uh, shoot this, this is just a stuff. back to school holiday now <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right <laughs> oh my gosh uh i'll perform school i'm just kidding um <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what OSD stands for, baby. Oh, good. Um, so Phil Spencer. Yeah. Yes. I think was feeling that old heat. A little bit. Y'all ever feel that heat before? Yeah. Yeah. And when I talk about heat, I'm talking about you say something and then enough people get on you that you gotta unsay something. Mm-hmm. 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 Every day. So people were getting Every on Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Swallow that throw up, I said. That's right. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> that's the pep talk. That's the yeah, that's pep the pep talk. talk. Yeah, yeah, it's like, get out there. We're going to get out there. We're going to tear up these girls. Swallow your throw up. And we go. Um... <laughs> All right. Um, Phil Spencer is uh, he not so much backpedaling. No. But he's softening his stance, I would say, on the whole VR thing. When he was like, we ain't doing it, ain't nobody asking for it. He was, when you say stuff real ghetto the first time, and people are like, excuse me, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I probably overstated. That's yes. right. And so <laughs> right. That's, uh, that's what he said. He said, for the people who love VR and the experiences that are being built, no disrespect to any of the teams there. My Thank main you. point was I wanted to be clear with our customers on where our focus was. If somebody was waiting for us to bring out a headset for Series X at launch, I was just trying to say, we're not going to do that. Mm. Mm. Success. Here's a couple of things that's interesting. Number one, that he said at launch. Mm-hmm. Right. Number two, I think early claims was that the next Xbox was going to launch VR ready. Oh, I'm sure they're future-proofing really? that. There's I don't no, remember there's no hearing way they're that. not. I remember hearing that. Well, um, hearing or oh, not it hearing says Microsoft, it stupid. Microsoft has seemed hesitant about embracing VR on its console platforms. The company initially said the Xbox One X was VR-ready. Mm. Oh, but wow. VR support never materialized. Brr. So the, the Xbox One X, which you would think if one had it, the next one would just have it. You know, maybe right, something right, like right. that. But the one doesn't um, have it, so the next but, one may not either. According but to one, him. but one is ready for it, but never used it, and so we're just not even going to put it in the next one. They yeah, would be foolish to not have it ready. Yeah, what it's interesting. He said he went on to explain that bringing VR to a console platform is quote not as simple as just plugging in a headset or plugging sure. a headset in, which I understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, to see the monstrosity that it takes for the PSVR to work on the PlayStation, you know, so that's a breakout box and a whole nother, you know, whoop-de-doo right. that you got to plug in. So obviously it's not uh, that, that easy. Um, he said, our most precious resource is the team and their ability. I just have to focus on things we're doing right now. There you go. So I think that's, that's better. 
That's better that's than be like, yeah. yeah, we ain't doing it. Ain't nobody asking for it. Stop asking for right. it. And then, you, and then you flex on somebody. Hey. And they're like, oh. And you're like, oh, why you flex on me like that? And you're like, I'm sorry. I overstated. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> Somebody hasn't played enough Beat Saber yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you guys think? Do you think it's important? You know, they did the hollow lens. They did the connect. Neither really connected. Do you think they're just a little gun shy? <laughs> moved on like you didn't just say that. I know, I know. Come on. Um, do you think that they're a little gun shy? That's why they're not doing this? Or do you think that launching a console that you don't say you need is going to be hard enough? Chris, what do you think? I... Because what's interesting is that they they have this new console coming out and they've told all of us we don't need it. And so it's like, you know, that seems like that's going to be a mountain in itself to sell something that people don't need to play the brand new games that are coming for the first two years of the cycle. Yeah. But to keep kind of to keep with the messaging, not necessarily right here per se, but that Phil Spencer has been saying all along as well is that. Because Xbox is like the gaming brand, it applies to everything. And um, I can see why he's saying, aside from he's saying like, oh, nobody wants it, which clearly has been disproven. Um, not, not focusing on making it work with the Series X, even though, as we clearly found out just a moment ago, that the Xbox One X was, quote, VR ready. Because mm-hmm. Windows is still a big part of the Xbox gaming s- ecosystem. And you right. can easily do all the VR stuff there. So I, I feel like he's kind of just, I like how he keeps the door open. And, and part of that's probably like a, well, I never said never. And you know, that it's just to yeah. kind of give yourself the leeway in the future to do whatever you want. But I can't really, I can't really fault them for not wanting to focus on VR right now with the series X and, and, and even having done it with the, the one X. But don't you yeah. feel like, he could have said that, like, hey, yes, what do you he guys what do you guys think about VR for the next one? It's like, you know what, we're not super focused on that right now, but we always want that to be a possibility. Yeah, and, and honestly, I don't really, un- I mean, I feel like... This he is wouldn't have had to do this interview if he would have said that. Yes, and it's weird because on the one hand, I always think of Phil Spencer as like, that's a guy who thinks about what he says, you know, and like a yes. thoughtful guy, yeah. and, and, and he's right. really like... A smart person, clearly, I mean, running the head of X, he's the head of X. He doesn't seem to get ahead of himself. Yes. But at the same time, I do feel like there's been more times with him than others where it's like, ah, I bet you didn't risk you said that. (laughs) So it's kind of like a weird (laughs) put in both camps at the same time. Yeah. That's interesting. It's just, yeah, I agree. It's like, if you could have just said it this way the first time, you'd have had no heat. You still would have got those people that were like, but I want the VR on my Xbox. You still would have had yeah. those people upset, but those people are always going to be upset. Yeah, so, but yeah. I think even if he would have, even if he would have ricocheted people over to Windows at the time, like you know what, we're not with the Series One X or with the Series X, we're not focusing on VR, but we know that there's a lot of great VR content on Windows machines, and so we yeah. love that still in our ecosystem, people are able to play great games in VR. Mm-hmm. But I've also had a month to think about this. As he said those ridiculous other statements. So, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you ask something <laughs> right. off the cuff and we don't know what kind of day he was having. We don't know if that's the seventh time he was asked about VR and he gave a great answer the first six times. And this time yeah. he's like, man, ain't nobody asking for that. You know what I mean? It's true. It's true. Right. 
Ed, what do you think? You think it's important for Microsoft to be headed down that road or you think just let it go, let Facebook and PlayStation have it for now? Yeah, I, I don't think it's important for them to have it. I think it would be cool if they did. Um, people are asking for it because obviously he was answering a question about it. Hello. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I think that they've kind of learned that, hey, we know now what we want to focus on and that's what's going to bring us in some money or or that's where we, we that's that's where we want to focus. Yeah. And it's not like like you said, it's not those peripherals that they haven't had a lot of luck with before mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So, yeah, I think that they they have their goal now and they they don't want to get distracted. But like you said, I wish he had just f- for that person had worded it a little bit closer to what he did the second time around. Yeah, exactly. Timmy, what do you think? I know you don't even your Xbox not even plugged into the wall. That's right. But I I would say this. I am very impressed that I think Microsoft has a very clear five to seven year plan that they are sticking to. And whether or not this is part of it, uh, I I don't I I don't know that, obviously. I I don't know if they want to continue to jump on the bandwagon. bandwagon. Maybe they do want to leave it up to Facebook and Oculus and let them do their thing. Um, they'd be kind of foolish not to at least have it somewhere ready and available if they did want to pull the trigger. Uh-huh. But they they clearly have a plan for what they want to do and for what the next generation of Xbox is going to be. Uh, now let's just see some freaking games, man. Let's let's make this happen. Like show show me what you got. Uh, I know you got it, and I know you have a plan. Uh, show me what you got. Is is it important to have VR in there? Not necessarily. But um, but I don't think you poo-poo it. Yeah, yeah. I got you, I got you. Um, Chris, what else you got, bruv? All right, this is just one of those selfish story, news stories because I find this super interesting. Um, we all know that Sony acquired a Som- Insomniac Games last year. Yep. And I've always been like, yep. I, I don't no clue what does that cost? Like, what what does it cost to just go buy, you know, uh, a, a very hallowed studio, studio that's made a lot of really great games mm-hmm. and critically acclaimed kind of things like that? Well, because Sony is a public company and they have to list financial records, we know what it costs them to buy Insomniac Games. And it costs $229 million. Gracious. Wow. And that's wow. I, again, I've clearly established I had no perspective that feels like more than I would have thought. <laughs> I, I don't know. And I don't know why that is. I just thought I was, my head was thinking, okay, maybe a hundred, 150 tops. Nope. 229. And I don't know if that's low, if they got low balled or if that was like, I have no clue. I think that's fascinating. That number. Right. Yes. I mean, what did you guys, would you guys have thought that ballpark? Oh, or I wouldn't more? have thought that at all. No, I would have thought like 150 mil, something like that. Maybe. I think but, I would have thought it was higher. Here's really? my problem. Well, how how many do they have? How much how much staff do they have? I I don't know. Does anybody know? I well, don't to know. me, it wasn't that important the the, the amount of people, but it, yeah. versus all, the IP. All I knew was to rub it up against like the things that I've heard were bought before, mm-hmm. and so like I you know the big thing that the people always say is that gaming brings in more money than movies and music right. combined, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Lucas Arts was bought for four billion dollars. Now right. that is Star Wars, but that's billion with a B. Yes. Right. 
Wait, wait, wait. You mean you mean Lucasfilm, the the movie division? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, okay, was okay. bought by Disney or whoever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, and then like Instagram was uh, Lucas Arts, and then um, Instagram was bought for a billion dollars, a billion with right. a B. And so I never know how to uh, weigh out ad revenue an ad revenue generating thing like Instagram versus like a game studio that's making games that's selling bonkers as well. Right. So 229 yeah. to me feels, I guess it feels right, but I just don't know how to even price something out like that. You know what like I mean? How, how much, I don't know. What, do, what do we think? Like how much do you think money wise? Like what did second son sell? I don't know what, what I don't know what games like at the in the long do they make 60 million do they make 70 well I would think that it depends like between that and like uh you know they got Sunset Overdrive and and I I just don't know if like multi platform games versus single platform does Insomniac have any multi plats cuz I know Spider-Man's PlayStation only right uh, over I think they Sunset have Overdrive was I think they have something, but I don't think it was anything super like the types of games that they're known for. Like they're known for Ratchet and Clank. They're known for Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. They're known for Spider-Man, you know, because if they yeah. do like two, three more Spider-Mans, I figured that's their money back. Well, this uh, we'll look at this. It says um, I'm just bringing up this story. This is from USA Today. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it says. Um, while. Sony did not provide an official number with a retail price of $60 for the game. Uh, this is talking about Spider-Man. The mm -hmm. game sold 3.3 million copies translates to roughly $200 million. That's See, just, there you go. That's just Jeez. one game. Yeah. So that's, uh, so yeah, if, yeah, you know, that makes sense. So I would think that it would be more than that. If that's what they make off of one game, I thought it would have been more. And, and it says that's crushing the opening weekend at the box office of Spider-Man Homecoming, which only made 117 million. Yes. <laughs> wow. But also movies are $15. Video games are 60. Right. Sure. But um, still they're making that money, but 3.3 million, you know, copies. You and that's, how much you think it costs to invest into making that game? Curious. Right. Oh man. I, I mean, it's gotta be, it's gotta be tens of millions of dollars, right? Well, when you get yeah. into the Star Wars movies and stuff, granted, I know I'm apples and oranges because they're two different mediums, but it's like, you know, you can spend two, three hundred million dollars. I'm I would be willing to bet. I don't know about Spider-Man, but some of these games are upwards of that price tag to in development as well. Like a Rockstar game for sure. Like Red Dead probably cost a couple hundred million dollars to make. Yeah. I wasn't Destiny at the time like one of the most expensive games to make at two fifty or something like that? Two fifty million? I don't know if it was one. Know. I, I know they had. I, I don't I remember, remember it was hearing lot. numbers about what it cost to make. I just remember they over and over it got from that leaked document that there was a quote ten year plan and that the investment mm. for the ten year plan with Activision was some high number. I don't oh, know about okay. making Maybe that exact it. game. I, I don't remember exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but I, I think it's recoupable. Stuff, I think. Yeah, it really, it is. really I'm is. Glad you, I'm glad you brought that up because I. Uh, that stuff is always, how do you put a value on that? What's the return on that? Like what, what? Cause you're really putting so. the, your, your chips on the future. Not right. even so much the past. I mean, there's obviously which money is that good, it's creating. Which means but. you have a plan and, mm -hmm. and I appreciate a good plan. 
And I think that's that's important to have. And I think it's also you want to lock them up and you want them to be with you and under your company. And, and you know, that that kind of possession, I think, kind of, uh, you know, right. adds to it as well. Yeah. So here's the opposite of having a plan. Oh, great. Okay. BioWare is redesigning Anthem. <laughs> yeah, they are. Oh, that is the opposite of having a plan. <laughs> after so after so many years, maybe they have a plan now. But uh, I feel like Anthem. We even talked about it at episode three hundred when we had everybody there for E three, and they were mm-hmm. showing us Anthem. I think that was the most hyped game for a couple of us. I think it was me and Chris were really hyped about Anthem. Yep. Yeah, that was like mm-hmm. your desktop for a while, right? Yes, it yeah. was for a long, long time. And is it still? Man, I tell you what, everybody knows what happened when that game came out. Yeah. It was like, mm-hmm. wah, 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 wah. Mm. Everybody was like, I like the flying. The flying's cool. You're like, well, that's not worth $60. Yeah. And so um, they are totally revamping this thing. Uh, people are kind of calling it Anthem 2.0. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, um, Bioware is saying that um, the team is going to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful rewards. And, oh, and you're so like, they didn't do that in the first like, round. Why, no. why was this not on the whiteboard the first time around? Right? Do you think it would be better if they just called it something different and it wasn't Anthem? Just like make Arn- it a different game? Well, Anthem? You would make some money because now. I would have think I would think the the initial people that will enjoy this are the people that own Anthem already. Yeah. And so you're yep. going to hope that I guess do you do a secondary marketing push to say like this is new go buy Anthem? I don't really know how that works. And yeah. again that gets into the money of how this all works which you know we obviously have no idea. Yeah. Um but they said that they're also going to be still running in-game events. Uh, refreshing the store and will occasionally revisit past seasonal and cataclysmic content. No. Revisit past seasonal content so the remaining Anthem players will have something to do while they wait for the new version of the game. I think Mm. they're good. I think they've moved on. I mean, I'd like to say they move on, but they are doing uh, a year, year old game. Yeah, exactly. From, you yeah. know, and it's not going to be from scratch, obviously. Obviously, Anthem looked great. I did really yeah. enjoy flying in it. People said they really loved the combat, which I don't ever remember barely doing. I didn't really like the combat. <laughs> and I, I put it right back down. Chris, yeah. does this get you like at all hit you in a way? Are you happy about this? Or is it like you're done yeah, with it? I mean, they can't. You I'm, don't trust I'm it. happy about it. I mean, they could. They could no man sky it where it's like, oh, it had this rough launch. And then a yeah, couple years down the thinking. road, it's like, hey, this thing's really turned around. I, I, this does not make me be like, and I'm going to buy it and enjoy my. No, I'm going to I'll watch from the sidelines and just see what happens. And maybe somewhere down the road, if they straighten things up, I'll, I'll go ahead and go into because I only play. I, I, I was excited for it when it got, you know, le- not leaked, but shown at uh, E3. And then I played the demo. I was just like, nah. I'm good. Right. I yeah. didn't even know what to do in the demo. I was like, where, where I mean, am I, I supposed to go? To do, but there wasn't much of it to do. And I was like, well, I'm not. I popped that spider. Okay, cool. Lions, all right. Guns aren't that great. Eh. Don't know what the progression is. 
Ed, can you wipe your memory of something? Say it's not Anthem. Say it's something else and it's really bad. And then a year later, they come back and they're like, hey, 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 we're going to change like everything except the one thing that you guys said you enjoyed. Can you give right. a game another another swing? Are you like, nah, man, nice try. Yeah, I mean, I didn't play it the first go around, but I picked up No Man's Sky after they re- revamped that. I was like, you know what? Yeah, they, they gave it another try. Maybe I'll hop in this time. And I, I enjoyed huh. it. Nice. Timmy, what about you? Can you forget, uh, forgive and forget? I mean, are they just repolishing a turd? That's no, the I mean, they say that they are like like tearing it down. So, I'm, I, um, you know, for you, I'm I think Chris, of like, I'm on the sidelines. I'm definitely on the sidelines on this one. Like, just let's see what happens. And, and if it catches fire, great. And if it doesn't, okay. Yeah, because for me, for me, I think of Assassin's Creed 3 for you. If they would have said a year later, like, hey, we totally changed read, yeah. it. The lead singer, the, the lead singer, the lead, the, singer. Lead, <laughs> the lead guy is not as whiny as he used to be. Uh, come back yeah, in and play Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, right. Do you think you would have gone back and played it again? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be running to the stores to get it. No, I'd want to. I'd want to wait and see what everybody says about it. And I, I would. I'm with Chris on this. I'm on the sidelines the whole way. I want them to want me to get it because it did look like a lot of fun. I, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Gosh, I want them to get me this time. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, Chris, you out? I am out. All right, Eduardo. All right. Take it away. <laughs> Over on the YouTube channel. <laughs> He's like, okay, what am I doing? Uh, over on the YouTube channel, we've got The Division 2 starting over from the beginning. Uh, yeah, we've baby. Got, uh, about uh, four and a half, five hours of dreams there. So the first three is the single player campaign. You can check that out. And the last is me struggling to make a wall. Oh, uh, my gosh. Sweet. Uh, out on uh, Game Pass, if you're looking for some free games on console, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh grab that it's a lot of fun yeah play that you with a love friend. that game it's so much fun final fantasy 15 what which i picked up and played for about an hour and a half and, and i i felt like immediately put down i felt like conan it was hilarious to me oh doggone it <laughs> oh that's awesome uh and then also out death squared um Dead Cells DLC, The Bad Seed on Game Pass, as is, like Tim mentioned, the Metro Exodus DLC Sam story. And if you purchased Borderlands 3, their free uh, seasonal event Broken Hearts Day, as of this listening, is available now. So you can uh, play a new special event in Borderlands 3 and uh, have a good time. There you go. Yeah. That's great, Eduardo. Yeah, man. Um, well, every week we ask you guys a question and oh man, did you guys show up on this one? (laughs) Right. We asked you, where did your gamer tag come from? And I would encourage anybody that's not following us already on Twitter or on Facebook, go follow us. There's so many great answers, uh, Mm -hmm. here and, uh, we're going to read a couple. Okay. Jeff, the Android at Remake Yourself. Remake Yourself came from me loving the 1999 Incubus album, Make Yourself. Nice. That was already taken. And in my teenage angst, I thought it sounded cool. (laughs) Nice. Remake Yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the whole problem. It's like we're adults now, and most of us made these names when we were in our (laughs) early 20s, late teens. 
right. here we go michael adams at distraction mike when i was 13 a group mm-hmm. of us wanted to go into making games i proposed a game like the space quest series but set on a planet full of sentient pigs we just watched of course yeah we just watched pistol pete docu so the game's name was to be pistol pig aiken and legs Ah. i've been i've been pistol pig ever since then various prefixes and suffixes have been added through time as i've joined clans and racing clubs etc etc currently i'm wild hog pistol because of red dead redemption 2 oh nice (laughs) that is so funny um at night underscore arian i made it when i was younger and i imagined a small knight since i was a small kid that goes around kingdoms defeating dragons that is how i got night (laughs) nightling dragon the (laughs) the ling part makes the knight short in size (laughs) that's amazing the ling part awesome Oh my gosh. A little nightling. Yeah, a little nightling. Little nightlingale. Um, there's so many of these, you guys. Um, over on Facebook, let's see. Uh, we got Todd Mackey Jr. My original PSN was Mr. Trucker85, which at nice. the time was also my Gmail and was fitting because I am a truck driver. LOL. Hey. Now it's okay. Underscore gaming. (laughs) 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 Which is based off of Mr. Mackey from South Park. And yes, you can see why due to my last name. That's amazing. Okay, uh, gaming. I can imagine the first time he saw that character just being like, doggone it. Yeah. Right? Shoot. Yeah. As if I don't get made fun of enough. Right. Austin Phillips. My name came from my best friend and I playing Battlefield for years. And one day I said we were like SEAL Team 6. He jokingly said, we aren't SEALs, we're otters. So now I'm Otter America and he is Otter Freedom. Because you can't have America without freedom. Without freedom. (laughs) Yay. Well done. Well done. That is so crazy. That's That's what I'm going to name my biceps. (laughs) <laughs> America, America and freedom. And freedom. <laughs> freedom. I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh, um, that's amazing. We got EJ, our boy. He said ACL terror. Oh wow. Ooh. Tore my ACL a couple times. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh man, a couple times. That's a bad, that's a bad couple days. Right? Uh James Stribling. I am the and the Anfield dream. I am the That's Anfield dream. And that must be Liverpool reference. It's a combination of two things. I love Anfield is the home. Uh, oh, yeah. Is the home ground of Liverpool soccer club. Hey. And the dream the part is in relation to pro wrestler Dusty, the American dream Rhodes. Oh, that's nice. funny. Anfield dream. That's funny. So he's got a little Liverpool and a little America going on. Right. Good call, Tim. Yeah. yeah. Welcome. Goodness gracious. Oh, it must be a Liverpool reference. Uh, must be. Mm, yes. mm, okay. While I sip, while I sip my tea. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Over I'm on Discord. <laughs> over on Discord, we got a uh, Greek gamer Nick Huntress. 
This past year, getting a PS4 has been the first time I've had an online gamer tag since the original Xbox. My whole family's heritage? Greek. Gamer? I am a gamer. Greek gamer. There you go. <laughs> nice. It checks Easy. out. Yep. Uh, Keanu. <laughs> every other person I meet tells me I look like Keanu Reeves. And Keanu was taken. So I went with Keanu. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be too many, easy. I love how many of these are because the original one was taken. I know. Right. Exactly. That's Don't why add I got any my numbers. name the way it is. Yeah. Exactly. Bread fan was taken, That's so he awesome. had a 35 on it. Yeah. Uh, we got Josh. Street team. Street team. Back in the OG Halo days, I wanted my Halo gamer tag to be Tommy Guns. I started typing it in, and as I was talking with my buddy and not paying attention, I typed in Tommy Goo. (laughs) Oh, yes. That's his name. That's right. I just went with it. Accepted. I love that. That's so great. Um, let's see, where was the other one I was going to read down here? Gosh, it, it's funny because oh, these are so good and they're so long, but like, there's just such good stories. Yeah. A uh, jerk alert. Uh, last one. Back when my dad was young, he and his friends had a truck club. They all named their trucks and had them custom painted. My dad named his the mean mistreater. My wow. brother and I have always been fascinated by the whole idea since my dad is basically the exact opposite of mean or a mistreater. When it came time to pick my PSN ID, I decided to give a nod to him and went with mean underscore mistreater. Oh, that's so funny. Cause I, I felt the same that. thing about him. I'm like, dude, you are not mean and you're not a mistreater. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, last one. This was actually the last one. Uh, it's a Neebs. And high school friends took my last name, Nebel, and started calling me Neebs. But they spelled it N-E-E-B-S. Well, when I saw it spelled that way, I decided I wanted it to look cooler mm-hmm. in writing. So I changed the spelling to N-E-E-B-Z. Yeah, that Z, baby. Since then, I've gone by Neebs to many people and decided to change up my gamer tag from my name followed by numbers to a more tasteful quote from Mario with my name in it. It's a Neebs. Nice. Perfect. Good Hello. job. I like that. Man, there's so many good ones. Oh my gosh. Um, go check it out. You know where to find us. Facebook.com slash married to the games, twitter.com slash mttgcast. Of course, you go to marriedtothegames.com. Like Ed said, youtube.com slash married to the games. If you'd like to drop a dollar in the tip jar. <laughs> we would greatly appreciate it over at patreon.com slash mttg and um tim well, well, well read us on itunes we can all <laughs> swallow our vomit and put a smile on our face and go <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> that was Mrs. Mackey. Yeah, <laughs> let's get get into some questions. That was awesome.
we're gonna start with Heartthrob Beefmaster, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Heartthrob Beefmaster, have you ever tried a food or drink from watching somebody in a movie or TV show? I drink Earl Grey tea only because Captain Picard does. Which, by the way, I hear that series is really good. Oh, yeah, I heard Picard was good, yeah. Um, I don't think yeah. I've ever tried a food or drink, but I definitely, like, when I was younger, uh, unfortunately, smoking always looked really cool to me. It mm. does look cool. Doesn't it? Yeah. And so Super cool. When Joe I was, cool, even. Yeah, when I was in my early 20s, I think that's probably, you know, and plus friends probably got me into smoking a little bit. Uh, but smoking. I do not smoke uh, these days. Say no to the cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Chris? I don't think that I've ever... Uh, I don't think that I've ever eaten anything from, from like a movie or anything or just watching someone in general. I think you're saying from like some kind of form of entertainment, seeing yeah. somebody do something. You're like, oh, yeah, maybe me too. I don't think that I've ever ate or drank anything because I saw it in a movie, but I will say that when I finally am able to get to Galaxy's Edge, you know I'm having some blue milk. Oh, oh I had that this really? weekend, brother. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. You better. I, you can get it? it with rum, by the way, if you like, which I, which I did because I had four girls, one of which was going to vomit uh, around me. So yeah. Exactly. You're like, <laughs> I want to vomit. I want to vomit. Give me some blue milk with rum, please. Yeah, it's very good. I enjoy I'll take it. four. Yeah. Yep. For That's each child. Incredible. Uh, what say you, Tim? Uh, I milk? think probably one of the best uh, marketing food correlation was E.T. and Reese's Pieces. That's when I started yeah. Reese's E.T. Pieces back and in the day. Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Come on, man. Good call. That's a yep. great call. Yep. yep. Uh, what say you, Edward? I think the only thing that, uh, much like the blue milk, is probably the butterbeer at Harry Potter. Oh, oh yes. that junk is delicious. Yes. Mm. I should have said butterbeer instead of smoking. <laughs> <laughs> you were close. I mean, they're one in the same, really. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so close, You really should have so said close. that instead. You really <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, about real life around right here. Uh, yeah, man. that's right. Uh, Greek gamer Nick Huntress, with Valentine's Day approaching, I know there is a question that is burning on everyone's mind. Will the new Sonic movie be any good? <laughs> Will it start a trend of video game movies that the gaming community actually wants to see? Ooh. Also, on a more holiday-related note, do you and your wife celebrate Valentine's Day, or is it just another corny Hallmark holiday in your household? Um... We don't do it up big on Valentine's Day, really. But my wife loves any reason to get or give uh, gifts, and so we do. We do take part in it, um, but like uh, we do aim for it to be a little bit more heartfelt. You know what I'm saying? Because we already really enjoy being around each other. We really try mm -hmm. make uh, making dates happen since we've got kids, and so we already kind of focus on that stuff. But we do use valentine's day as an excuse to go ahead and write something a little bit deeper than you would maybe write on a regular you know wednesday or friday or whatever right yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what about you that there uh edward yeah we don't really uh do anything for valentine's day it's it's kind of uh more of the second of the two choices just kind of like ah it's just really just a uh, just a, a way to get your holiday. money. Yeah, yeah. So we don't really do much for it. 
Yeah, we don't it. we don't really do anything for it either. This is the first year where we are going to be gathering with friends. Like we're cel- it's kind of themed around that, but it's not really like a Valentine's Day thing. It's more just a another reason to get together and hang out. But we've in the past, and then even this year, it's never really a Valentine's Day. We don't go out and make a big to do about it or anything at all. Yeah, gotcha. Yep, yep. Uh, since my wife owns a stationery and gift store, right. uh, Valentine's Day is a little big, but um, but for us personally. We honestly, we don't because it's like you go out, it's a set menu, it's overpriced, it's over, it's really crowded. So it, even when Piper was born, like we would just all three of us go uh, and watch a movie and just or hang out and just and just chill. It's more of a relaxed day. I find I, I have so much more fun when it's just having a date night with my wife, no kid and just going and, and eating and just having good conversation. And those are the, the times that I enjoy more. And I don't yeah. need a day to tell my wife that I love her. I tell her that every day anyway. So, and it doesn't have to cost $50 a person. So I know that's right. Mm-hmm. And I think the new Sonic movie is going to suck to be perfectly honest. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure I'll see it at some point, but I'm not expecting greatness out of it. No. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm definitely not expecting greatness at all. So I don't think I'm it'll like, start a trend either. No, even Piper was just like, I don't like we were, toying with the idea of going to see that on valentine's day and she's like i don't really want to go see that i'm like okay hmm my kids really want to see it do but they what they watch the sonic cartoon yeah. all the time oh oh so heck yeah man Remy's always You're running around take- like gotta go fast gotta go fast you know oh, that's awesome that's funny good question nick thanks for that facebook jeffrey wright the second what is one xbox or playstation exclusive you wish would come to other consoles as an Xbox man, I really want to play Death Stranding because watching a playthrough just ain't doing it for me. I know. Watching the UPS man run around my neighborhood just ain't doing it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right. Um, Where are you at, TJ? Yeah, I, d- I definitely... Uh, Kakarot, the game that I'm talking about, I really wish it was on the Switch. I think I would have gotten it already if it was on the Switch. Um, but I think it's just on the Nintendo, PC, and Xbox. I mean, on the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. So I really wish it was on the Switch. Chris? Uh, Hellblade 2 on PlayStation 5. Ooh, mm. is that right? I would much rather play it there. Because I got the platinum okay. for the first one there, I'd like to get the platinum on the second one. <laughs> ah. But that can't, that's not going to happen. Edward? I, wouldn't, I would like everyone to be able to play the Uncharted games. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. That's good. Dang, those games are good. Right? Chico, mm-hmm. why do you skip the, the scenes, man? Cut <laughs> Chico, what's your problem, man? Yeah, you're ridiculous. He is ridiculous. Um, I, uh, I, I think we've had this question a while ago, but I wanted to bring it back up anyway, because I said this answer too. I would love the Witcher series to come over to PlayStation as well. Um, honestly, I would really, now that the Witcher 3 is out and the series is out, I'd love them to do a it's reboot not? of Witcher. Witcher 2, 1 and 2, I don't believe are. Witcher 1 no, yeah, Witcher is only PC. Witcher 1 was PC. And I think 2 was yeah. on Xbox Witcher 2 went PC, Xbox, and then Witcher 3 was the first one that went all console. Really? I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you didn't play it, so there you have it. No, I did not. That's right. Um, all good, though. Travis Pospisil, <laughs> what is a regret in your life that you wish you could have a do-over? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't honestly know that I have any. 
Yeah, I don't believe in regrets, really. Yeah, I, yeah. I, um, I try to do everything I can to not have them. If there's a big decision, a lot of, I look at it from a, a point of view of, I don't want a what if, so let's try it and find out. I mean, there's, hey, definitely, I like there's definitely somewhere along the line where I could have probably been a better gentleman to somebody or stood up for right. somebody yeah, and yeah. I didn't like, I wish I could go back and fix something like that, but I don't have like that big glaring, like, dude, I can't believe you did that. Like if nah. you go back in time, when you fix that, I don't have that. Um, yeah. Only because I feel like if you don't ever, if you don't look at it like that, then maybe you don't learn for the next time. Like we, sh we should all have something we want to go back and have done mm -hmm. different, but Messing up the first time is what keeps you from messing up the 100th time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I moved out to California because I wanted to be an actor and didn't really pursue it. And <laughs> like, five, amazing. like five years later, I went back because I didn't want to have that eating what away if? at me, you know? Yep. That's and, what I uh, and, and so, yeah, that's probably the only time I really had a regret. And I went back and did it. <laughs> yeah. You and go. you can't say you didn't try, man. That's yeah. awesome. I feel I still failed, but I tried at least. <laughs> hey, you were an extra and stuff. You don't talk yeah, about my friend say, like that. Hey, Come on, man. That's you and like the F word. No, it wasn't half, a fail. I mean, that's where I learned no, improv for the first time. So it was there you it, go. a and lot. Half came of from Hollywood that. is that way right now. Anyway, you're exactly. already a step above. So it's all good. Chris, what about you? Um, I mean, kind of in the same vein as you guys, I never had, I don't have anything really glaringly like, oh, if this thing, yes, check this off, I would fix this or go back and do this differently. But mm -hmm. several, several times throughout my life where I said or did something that probably wasn't the best way to handle things, I'm just like, doggone, I wish I'd done that better. Kind of right. Yes. Yeah, but nothing like earth shattering, life changing kind of thing, really. But it's a learning can... moment, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're all learning moments. So I feel like, you know, you got to have stand them stand back sometimes. up if you never fall down. So that's right. right. Oh, look at that. I like that. Very true. Look at you. You're like a wise Buddha. Um, <laughs> I do have one. Uh, Piper in kindergarten had a talent show. And she oh, decided. Oh, I remember the this. The day before to do, say, I want to do bottle, the water bottle flipping. For the talent show. Yeah. And I did not go to the talent show because go, I that's thought right. I it was going that. to be a train wreck. <laughs> and Lauren came back with a video and said, Hey, she did great. And the crowd responded, and you should have been there. And I'm like, You know what? I definitely should have been there. Because and that was it, your like, whole thing, right? Was that you didn't go because you thought it'd be embarrassing. It would be, yeah. It, I was just like, <laughs> Oh, I would, because I was going right. to be not. Not embarrassed for me, but just for her. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you didn't know how to climb up under the chairs for the right. first seven times exactly. that she missed it. Exactly. And I thought this was going to stink. And that that was a huge wake up call for me as a father. Like you need to stand next to her no matter what. How and interesting. Mm. Yeah, that was definitely one of my regrets. Um, I remember that that happened on the show. Yeah, I remember did, we talked yeah. about it on the show. Yeah. Yeah, we did talk about that. Yep. You were like, so she had her thing last night. I yep. didn't go. I didn't <laughs> go. What? <laughs> yep. yep. That's amazing. That's I'm real life, man. That's father. real life. Yeah. It yeah. is, dude. It's totally real life. So, but it, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, moving on to Twitter at Dopalicious. Guys, Baby Haven hit one month a few days ago and crossed the five pound mark. Yeah, let's go. Congratulations. Yes. There awesome. we go. Burp appreciate the well wishes now do i give up my game time to sleep uh, uh 
yeah, you uh, might well, let's not go crazy. Let's, you know, let's be grateful yeah. for the little things <laughs> and keep it moving. Let's take it a day at a time. That's right. <laughs> Baby steps and all that. That's yeah. awesome, though. Congratulations. We know that yeah. things were a little precarious really cool. there for a second. Yes, so. man. Yes. So glad. Yep. At MTTG Brazil team, Mr. Pastor Lucas Ham. Sometimes mm-hmm. it seems like the general public still doesn't understand how impactful or effective storytelling can be through video games. If you could choose one game for everyone to have to give that old college try with, which would you choose to help them understand? Does it have to be story-based? Is that what he's saying? I think he's talking about storytelling, yes. I would want every father to play God of War. Mm. Ooh. And I think... That's great. Man. It's hard to force a story on people. Uh... I'm going to stick with that for now unless I think of something that's no, a that. little broader. But I'd want, I want every father to play God of War, yeah. Uh, Chris, you got one? Um, I mean, it, it's easy to th- your head to straight go to, and not that I'm calling you out by saying this, but like The Last of Us and The God of Wars, I, that's where I, my knee I jerk I'm goes. Trying I want to say those. Trying right. to not pick that. Yeah, yeah, trying to not pick those is, is difficult, especially for someone like from you guys' perspective, actually being fathers, you know, and having that yeah. kind of, kind of mm-hmm. connection yeah. even further than someone like myself that's more on the outside of it seeing it in. Um, yep. One that, uh, well, sh- I mean, I... I, I never played it, so I don't know. Ex- well, no, I don't want to mention it because I didn't play it. Um, shoot, I don't know. Without just knee-jerking to like a God of War or Last of Us, I can't think of something just off the top of my head. What about Hellblade? See, I, 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 I absolutely see where that's coming from. And from the word of other people, I think that that would probably be a great answer. But since I don't really, I don't think I appreciate it, even though I did appreciate it, I don't know that I appreciated it to the same extent to where I'd be like, oh my gosh, you have to go see it because of, I don't deal with anything from a mental health standpoint. There are a lot mm-hmm. of things I feel like in that game probably mm-hmm. like went right over my head, even though, I, again, I greatly appreciated it. But like someone who's more in the thick of that could, could recommend that even stronger and it and mean uh-huh. a lot more. I mean, I mm-hmm. guess I, I guess for just the sake of the question, that would could be a good one that I could say because it, I do feel like it, especially for a certain a certain subset out there, it would really hit home and really give some perspective for them. Yeah, so you, you definitely yeah, say sure. that. One. Yeah, man, that was a good call, Gabe. Hmm. You're welcome. Uh, what say you that there, Edward? Uh, I think just because the number of people I've seen who aren't gamers that have come over to the house and we've said, hey, give this game a try and seen them get hooked on it, I would go with Detroit. Wow. Hmm. There you go. That's heavy. Yeah. Gosh, that was it. That's. Oh, there's some. There's there's some stuff in there. Stress me right out, boy. Goodness (laughs) gracious. You better get out of that house. If mm. you accidentally kill off one of the main characters pretty early, you don't have to worry about some of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just take the old Edward style. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what say you, Tim? South Park. Oh, my no, gosh. Um, you know, you know, it's funny. Like, I for some reason, I'm because I just played it. I'm going back to Firewatch just for the. Oh, yeah. The, converse, the conversation that you pick up with it. Because mm, yeah. I'm with you. Like, I don't want to go back to obviously The Last of Us, God of War, all that stuff. And I've actually done that with friends by like, here, play this game, and they're hooked on it. 
And so it, it works. It definitely works. But I'm just thinking of just something else. Like the Uncharted's, yes, they're Indiana Jones-ish and, and fun and witty. And, and I feel like that's even a, a cop-out too. But Firewatch, just for what it was and what you did and the conversations, like what you pulled out of all that, and you got so much out of it. I really enjoyed it. And I think other people would too. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it was good. Great Word question. I love that. That's right. All right. Uh, at The Art of Bacon. At this point, I've been listening to Married to the Games podcast for longer than I've been in high school. <laughs> wow, Does wow. that make you guys feel good about what you do? Uh, Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm glad I mean, you're still listening. <laughs> yeah. There, I mean, yep. there's so much of this that is rewarding. Um, the fact that, you know, yeah, people continue to listen is obviously, uh, I mean, that's, you know, it's huge and humbling and everything like that. And so, yeah, it's nice to hear that, you know, cause we've been doing this, especially me and Tim, but doing this for over seven years. And yep. so the fact that anybody would stick with us for more than four years and five years and that's stuff amazing. like that. Yeah, that's man, amazing. that's, that's crazy. And Chris mm -hmm. and Ed, I think have listened to almost every episode as well. I know Ed mm -hmm. listened to him almost live uh and so i don't know if chris went back or whatever yeah, when he did. started listening but um yeah man we're that's yeah we're honored honored yeah absolutely yeah we love doing this and we love that you guys keep listening to it and it's amazing mm -hmm. love it uh, uh last question at jr 45 inspired by tim's recent gaming revelation when is the last time you have branched out into a new genre or type of game like tabletop or D D? Sometimes the nerdishness is too much. I get that. Um, yep. I would say, let's see, the last time I remember, it's probably not the last time it happened, but the last time I remember is probably Golf Story, um, just because I've always been against the 8-bit thing. And uh, that's the last game I, I played and I really liked that was like that. And, um, and then I did start Octopath Traveler. I bought it mm -hmm. and started it. It just didn't really grab me as much as I was hoping, but I think it had a mm. lot to do with the style. It's not that the story's bad or the writing's bad or anything like that, but I think I just kind of like, I don't know. It didn't really like, it didn't sink its teeth in like I was hoping. Yeah. What about you, Ed? I mean, I played Final Fantasy 15 last week. Hey. Yeah, you did. <laughs> For an hour. For an hour. <laughs> that's funny. But I didn't, I didn't delete it. So that's saying oh. sounds good. Oh. So you might be, you might, you might join a boy band after all. Because it's, I it's might on join Game boy Pass band. now, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Chris? Nice. Um, I tried D&D &D a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's, that's right. You liked it, right? Nice. Yeah, I had fun with it, but I didn't, like, they're all playing, uh, most of the group that we got together to try it out for the, that version um, are going to build a character and do like a legit game and i was just like yeah you know i'm good i'm good with the the sample that i had i don't really yeah i'm not really wanting to continue forward but i did have a good time that evening yeah I, I i'd like to did. do that you oh you guys hear it heard it here first master. ed wants to try it that's right yep. that'd be fun let's do it we'll stream it it'll be fun Right. Um, my my buddy Evan uh, actually is a board game developer, and he uh, he and his partner have developed a, a company called Van Ryder Games. Um, and he's just a, a super cool guy. I had lunch with him uh, like two weeks ago. We hadn't connected in a while, 
And I th- we're we're gonna try and like get together for like a lunch or something. And he's always got these am- amazing board games that nobody's ever heard of. And um, and he of course he's also developing some, so he wants to like start testing stuff out. And I would love to just have lunch and just play a game while we're having lunch and still talk about our lives and all that fun stuff. And 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 I would yeah. And he did a while ago. He did like a board game night, and we had so much fun doing it. And that was actually the first time that I heard of um, Secret Hitler even before E3 at the time. And, um, and we were playing it uh, then too. And it was just so much fun. So I'd love to do some more of that stuff. I think it'd be fun. There you go. Yeah. I like it. That is it for the questions. Thank you, everyone. Before we get to our question of the week, I have to read this because I meant to bring it up during the show. But I just want to get knee-jerk reactions about this real quick. This is from Jeff Keeley. Yeah. Yep. For the past 25 years, I've attended every electronic entertainment expo covering, hosting and sharing E3 has always been a highlight of my year, not to mention a defining part of my career. I've debated what to say about E3 2020. While I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, the fans, about precisely what to expect from me. I have made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum. For the first time in 25 years, I will not be participating in E3. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and at other events in the future. Does that mean he won't or Xbox won't? I think that is he won't. And then he won't. On top of that, he won't be producing E3 Coliseum. You know what I'm saying? What's well, E3 Coliseum? I don't know. I'm not sure. E3 what that Coliseum is. is the the thing that happens. It's at the building right next to where the event center is, and it's a the theater setting where he hosts um, developers yep. and a lot of times people in movies or whatever oh, they've wow, done okay. in acting, and they just do. It's like a session, and they ha- he has several sessions, and they just interviews and like you, the crowd goes in. Whoever do you okay, remember yeah, when yeah. we went and saw um, Kojima interviewed Ed when we went? Yeah, I remember that you being, guys did that. Yeah, yeah, it it was that. It happens okay, at the okay. building next to where the right. event actually happens, or, or okay, pretty yeah, close to it. I don't know if it's directly next door, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's definitely walkable. Like it's in that same little yeah, area. But it's always me and Chris like, just walked over, or, or for many years now, has been like a hand in hand thing with E three. Like they're very much part of the same thing. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So he won't be doing that this year, oh. and so. Huh. I mean, I, I guess we could change the question of the week from what I thought to like, how many more years do you think E3 will be around? Yeah, and just what is going on with it that people are kind of pulling out left and right? Like, what what has changed so much from when it used to, from its heydays that's made it made people just now nah, we're not going to do it this year. You know what? Here, like, let's, let's let's let this be the question. Here's the question of the week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Do you think we need a everyone come to one thing event for gaming, or do you think it's better that each company handle their own thing and make it more unique to them? Oh man, that's tricky. Chris, what do you think? I think it's better the one-off things for their audience. Ed, 
I think it's better the one-off things for their audience, but I also think we do need an industry event. Yes. I agree. Yep. I, f- I feel like... Yeah. Do, what, what do you think about this as like a counter question, maybe, Gay or uh, Ed? To me, at least from a Western perspective, so let's say U.S. and, you know, that... I feel like that industry coming together thing is the Game Awards. That's what that feels like to me. But you mean more of like a yeah. presenting new things? No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I And just a thing, kind of like what E3 is with the floor and everything, but just for industry insiders to kind of get a look at and see what's going on and, and talk with the people and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. So would it be like a B2C, like a business to consumer style? convention i mean kind of like what ha- e3 was in my yeah. head i don't know before it would open up to the public right right that's like that's for me to me it, that's kind of what e3 represents i love the press conferences because i that's it's like the super bowl for me i i enjoy it i take a day off and i and i watch them because i want to know what the new games are coming out the actual convention itself eh, you know, that, that can be neither here nor there. I do like one place that we can get, all right, this is what everybody's working on. And right, this is what's yeah. coming out. Like, I do like having one umbrella, one event that does that. And I think E3 does that. However, the convention side of it isn't necessary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm. you, don't, you don't necessarily need to back that up with, with a convention like that. I don't know. It's... Because I don't, I mean, with we have a podcast, right? So we're on all the latest news and updates and everything, and we know what's going on all the time. But not everybody. <laughs> well, within reason, of course. I've heard our podcast. But, right, right. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that everybody knows, like, when a press release goes out, like, I mean, word travels fast, obviously, but, like, I didn't know a few things here and there on, on certain games maybe because I wasn't necessarily interested them in them immediately, but I would like to know more about them. And that's where I think the press conferences give a little flush out a little bit more information about the next major game that they're coming out with. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've yeah. always, sorry, Gabe, go ahead. You haven't chimed in. Go ahead and chime in. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I've always just like you guys had super great memories and, and, and everything of watching the E3 press conferences and all that kinds of stuff. But these days, I just, I just, I'm good with Sony having their time and then Microsoft having their time and then Nintendo having their time and then, you know, Ubisoft does their thing. And it, I don't mind that it's not all consolidated to one week. I mean, it's not like I hated it when it was part of one week. I didn't have an issue with that, but mm-hmm. I kind of feel like people are best at protecting and, and serving their message the best way. And it doesn't matter. That's where I want things presented the best way they can be done. And if that means Sony does their own thing and Microsoft does their own thing yeah. in their own time frame, I just want it to be the best way. And I want it to be able to be quicker if possible. And I feel like the Nintendo direct style means they can do it whenever the heck they want, whenever they have it ready. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that actually is the way it goes, that's, you know, may not always be the actuality, but I like the idea that that's the way that it could be. Yeah. Maybe it's because we're missing the moments that we've had. Like, I remember the moments yeah. of seeing The Last of Us. I remember the moments when God of War first came out. Like, we all collectively 
had the same responses and you don't necessarily get that from you know you, it's like you're chasing down well this one has a press conference here and this one has a press conference at this time and this date and whatever versus when it all was under one roof in one week and you know everybody was spilling out everything at the time i i'm I think I just missed those wow moments because th there were some good ones. Yeah, I so I want both, and I know that's greedy, but yeah, I I want um, the Gamescom, I want uh, the Video Game Awards, and I want E three, like, and I want them to do their own little side things. Um, right. I enjoy like we have All Star Week coming up for basketball. Um, I love that like. Hey, this week I know I'm getting the three-point competition, the all-star game, the celebrity game, and the dunk contest. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like yep. I like getting all that stuff at once. So I liked knowing that there was a week coming because like, ooh, snap, here comes E3 week where I knew that not only, you know, because I think what happens is Sony and those guys have a big enough platform that they can announce on their own. But for yeah. me, like, I don't think there's ever a really good, great time for Ubisoft, Bethesda, and maybe some of these other just developers to do their own thing. So when mm -hmm. they got to get wrapped under that same umbrella, I liked that those were almost as big a deal as the Sony press conferences right, and right, yeah. Microsoft press conferences were. And so I That's true. totally understand from a business side how Microsoft and these guys are going to be like, you know what? We're not going to have anything done till August. So let's just do our thing in August. Yep. Totally get that. But I yep. do wish, though, that there was still Super Bowl week or All Star mm -hmm. week where you know that everybody's going to be bringing a little something, something, even if they do all look like Nintendo Directs, where they're not necessarily renting out an arena and trying to fill it up with people and stuff like that. So yeah. I think as that probably slowly goes away, as people step away from E3. I do think it would still be important just from a news blast standpoint, but I understand why people will probably peel away from that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. But I wish we still had it just because I love, yeah, man, I love the anticipation of it. Like, yep. even Me though I love too. Sony and they're like, Hey, we're about to have a, a thing. I'm like, Oh great. Can't wait. And then when Microsoft does what I'm like, okay, cool. Can't wait. But when I know both them jokers are about to be in the same week or night, you know, one's going to be one night, the one next one's going to be the next night or one's going to be that morning, one's going to be that night. Like a boxing match, man. Oh, I freaking love that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's like, hey, Thursday, Microsoft and Sony are both going to go, you know, you know, it's not really toe to toe, but, you know, they're both going to announce on the same day I because I feel like we have room for both. You know, Microsoft yeah. would usually go early in the morning anyway, and then Sony would go at night. And so yeah. I just felt like I loved that more than mm -hmm. months and months apart. Let us know what you think. Do you, do you like the spread out thing or do you want them all to cram it in one amazing gaming week? And we will talk about it next week. I think I'll actually be home next week. Which Ooh. will be nice to not be podcasting from the road for once. Yeah. Um, you know where to find us. I've already done that. I'm Gabe Patillo. <laughs> 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 that is Tim Rowder. So close. So that close. It's Ed Placencia. That is Chris McCracken. And we are married to the games. And we are up out this day.